It's the Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Question all the things that you know. Steve likes the weed. Steve likes the weed. Talk about DMT. The DMT. Hoosier Sophisticated Show. The Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Hoosiers with the drinks. Sophisticated blasphemy. It's the Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Question all the things that you know So let's set our minds free For the singularity It's the Hoosier Sophisticate Show The Hoosier Sophisticate Show I did. Or you said that was so much fun. Uh, so much fun, and you, you can smell, smell my farts. farts. Welcome to Hoosier Sophisticate. We're here, guys. We didn't know if we were going to have a show. Yeah. We didn't. Your kid ever get like a recorder? <laughs> and then one day the recorder just goes missing? You know what I mean? No, because I encourage... <laughs> Yeah, my kids got all kinds of shitty yeah, music. Yeah, I've seen videos of yeah. your, kid, your kids. I can't bring him to the studio anymore. Piano now. Are you kidding me? He's the best. Is I'm it... just gonna go ahead and put this out there. What about starting at 7:30 or 8 a.m. for the morning show? Who huh? the fuck said that? Our sponsor. Oh, the one that's paying for it. <laughs> oh, uh, well, in that case, we'll think about it. Um, we'll think. We'll do some thinking on it. Yeah, we'll kick it around, guys. It's because we got a whole new studio. And I don't wake up early. Yeah, I was actually here at the time to have the show on time. It was just the sound was all fucked. So Yeah, everything was fucked, man. But that's what happens when you're upgrading the product. So the people at home, so they can have a better experience at home and just, like, really get into it. And, that, and they're at home going, uh, oh, I hope Craig hits that mouth harp thing again a million times during the show. And guess what? <laughs> you're, you're in luck. <laughs> You guys are in luck today. Uh, oh, he definitely is a genuine. He's one of the most genuine people ever um, that I've got to meet in a short time. Maybe I'm way off, but feeling the energy around Doblin. You ever... Uh, you're around certain people, and their energy is kind of tough to be around. They oh, don't yeah, even sure. have to be doing anything. Mm-hmm. And then when they are doing something, you're like, yeah. And it's probably like your own stuff, too, I'm sure, going on. But you find certain people that it's so easy to be around them. In right. silence, in song, in chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and they're just like an easy presence. My grandma had that. My yaya, like. You just kind of wanted to be like here. A little bit closer. Just... Yeah, just kind of be like experiencing the world, but also just kind of soaking some of that shit in. And that's that's eventually where I want to be. I want to be someone that they're like, ah, I just want to be near him. A, because he's still fucking cool. Yeah, man. Well, the goatee, the, cool. the goatee is already almost all but uh, guaranteed that you're never going to be able to walk down the street without someone wanting to hang out with you. Darn right. <laughs> I did. There was a small child who came uh, with a person who came with a person to the studio yesterday. Uh, our buddy from the Spanish Society Outreach, Brian, had to meet someone. And they had a kid. And it's funny. When I'm... When I'm uh, 
it's the same thing with drive-thrus. When I'm looking my best, you know, when mm-hmm. like say I throw some contacts in, clean shaven, got a little stubble, kind of got a little Jason Statham thing going on, I can flash a smile to the drive-thru person. Sure. And or just around children. You know what yep. I mean? Like, and come off like, as hey, a pretty buddy. friendly. Like, hey, cool, man. Like, oh, nice. And everyone's nice like, eh. Very, everyone's Very like, oh, cool. If, if, especially with the mustache. Finding out with the goatee, it's about 50-52. If I just have a mustache and <laughs> the, the, the drive-thru person's like, oh, here's your food. And I'm like, thank you. They're like, don't stare at me. Don't, why are you looking at me <laughs> don't so look, long? Don't, do I was not just saying thank you, sir. Yeah, I know. They're just they're, And their their smiles go from. It's a very uncomfortable smile. Very uncomfortable. So this kid yesterday, there there, <laughs> there was a jersey exchange because Brian was making some jerseys. So I'm really stepping on your fucking nuts out here in Festus. I'll tell you that much right now. Oh, no. You can do all the jerseys ever. Dance moms call Brian Kessler, too. Anybody running the PTA, call Brian he's Kessler. Your he's your guy. He'll be the liaison you are, between Yeah. If, if, you, if you're running an organization for like 11 kids and you're not quite sure their sizes, He Brian just wants Kessler's. to take over the communication aspect of it. Let Brian do the shirts. The communication aspect between those people is probably the best part. Um, good morning, Dan. Uh, good morning. Good morning, Dan. Oh, look at this thing. Sure, look at this sure, thing, sure, Dan. Fella. You like it, you freak? Because um, I like it. I like you. I like it. I like you. So this little girl's uh, in the car with, uh, and her dad's outside, and they're exchanging the jerseys. I come out, and you know, I'm burning the heater. And you're like... Hell. And I was like, cool jerseys. You know, they're getting ready to hand them to her and shit, you know. And she's like, oh, I was really smiling looking at her jerseys. And she makes eye contact with me and she goes. <laughs> and rolls up the window. I was that terrifying to a, a nine-year-old child. It's fucking, what's amazing what a little, what a razor can do. Everyone's outlook. Dude, you look like a badass. I'm going to man chew it tonight, I think. Are you? Nice. Just because, Jen, here, here's the thing. Jenny goes, what is that thing on your face? Okay, is that any way to talk to another person? <laughs> oh, believe me. I used to get it all the time. What's that thing on your face? Your mustache was cool. My goatee is cool. <laughs> I agree. I don't get it. <laughs> these broads wouldn't know a good thing. There's a lot of it. things. I don't these know. broads wouldn't know a good thing if it grew around a supple set of lips. <laughs> they wouldn't have any clue. They don't know. They'd get rid of all that stuff anyway. Talk yeah. to an 80s broad. She knows what hair She knows what you talked to, I won't say her name, but. Oh, I know who you're talking about, Full Bush. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about Full Bush? <laughs> yeah, we are. I know who you're talking about. Oh, shit. What was the, what was the song? She's the fucking truth. Was it, was it Motley Crue? Uh, it was. Uh, or was it Poison? Yeah, it was one of them. It was a hair band that was, that was going to bring the fucking pain. Now, come on. Not come on, feel the noise. That's quiet, riot. It is. Uh, uh, I think it was something a little bit closer. It's not girls, girls, girls. Yeah. It wouldn't kickstart my heart. Um, uh, was it warrant? Was it wasn't cherry pie? Well, I'll think of it. We're gonna think okay. of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll bet it is a straight up jungle. Actually. If I had to guess, there'd be a little, little pubic juxtaposition. It'd be like just, just, just. It'd be like a like an ice rink down there. You shave your pubes? No, I no, I clean myself up though. I, <coughs> my I always assume if I shave my pubes now, it's just going to raise questions. 
Like, <laughs> or bumps on your skin. <laughs> be like, what are you doing down there? What are you cleaning that up? I will say my beard mustache has caused lots of downstairs irritation. So I've been shut down until I get cleaned up. What, your little chin strap? <laughs> you getting it in there, Chindo? <laughs> a little chin it's strap. A little built oh, in no, Dennison's chin strap. He's just got a chin strap. I like it. I like, can't do that. Like, well, I can't either. I, I, I don't grow sideburns. He looks good. I don't grow, if I grew sideburns, I'd rock mutton chops. You just shaved, didn't you? I hacked my face up. So yeah, I why'd you do that? Yesterday I did it. In the shower. I was trying to fucking save some time, like, you know, it take care of shaving bad. while you're in the shower. And I went, shoom. And I just uh, felt my blade slip on my skin. Uh, why did you do that, man? As I was doing it. And I'm like, huh, well, that's going to bleed. Why'd you do that? That's going to bleed, bud. <laughs> it's amazing. How it'll bleed. Uh, oh, he's cleaned up now with the chin strap. No, he did. You had he had quite the oh, beard yeah, he and he did. had a nice little mustache. He like going. A mountain man. I wish I could just grow a full just mountain man fucking face. Like to where like just bar- like your eyes just barely peek out right here. And everything else is just Eventually I'm gonna do the, the Baba Ramdas. Sure. Which is long hair. Long, big beard. I was real close to balding male male pattern baldness right here. Yeah, that's a good look when you get a little. Not older. a bad, got a bad gig. And I'm 37. I'm getting Dude, there. Speaking of, uh, when you get a little older, uh, and talking about wise men, I've been listening to Duncan Trussell with Vermin Supreme. Yeah, you're familiar with Vermin Supreme. I was listening to the uh, Louvre. Jason Louvre, he's great. He doesn't he always sound like he like even on the cartoon doesn't he sound like he's like talking through like some kind of uh, filter filter modulator or something I don't know. like no that? I didn't like, really get that I didn't now really I might have ruined his voice for you forever but it sounds uh, like he's uh, it's weird he does have a different voice like it's him, like it's weird him it's, and a, uh, I think Johnny Pemberton always sounds like yeah. he's doing a voice because yeah. he does so many voices in all those songs and stuff so mm-hmm. it always kind of sounds like he's a <coughs> did you hear the Taint song. Uh, you told you me did. about it. I, don't, I think no, it's at the beginning of the Louvre run. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. So he's got Vermin Supreme on. Vermin Supreme is like he ran uh, under the Libertarian ticket uh, this year. He's the guy that wears the boot on his head. I believe he's from Vermont. Uh, but the way that Duncan describes him put him in a whole new light for me because Duncan's convinced he's a wizard, which yeah. makes sense, right? I mean, sure. Duncan. If anybody knows wizards, it's Duncan. It's Duncan. You know, and so uh, this guy is like, you know, he's present at all of these like civil unrest movements, uh, uh, you know, uh, gatherings and protests and things like that. He's on the record pretty well, like de-escalating a lot of situations. They start talking about how when you have these really kind of volatile situations where you have an angry mob and you have nervous police officers Hi. Thank you. Appreciate it. Oh, you. thanks, buddy. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, so I feel like um, uh, I've lost where I was at. Oh, so they talk angry about mob. how when you have the angry mob and yeah. like the, these like uh, nervous, uh, on edge uh, yeah, law the enforcement, there's a vacuum that kind of exists within, with, you know, kind of in between there. And any little. Uh, movement or, or uh, you know, uh, one thing kind of popping off and that whole thing, it's a powder keg. But he has recognized that if he kind of moves into that vacuum. Did we talk about this yesterday? 
We talked about this all day yesterday. Well, I finished the podcast. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I, I was wondering it. what you were going. I finished I it yesterday, and I was like, "Why do I feel like we're going through all of this for a second time?" I feel like I'm going through all this for a second time. Anyway, I'm glad you can pick that up get, just by eyes. And they body get to it. Like. They get to towards the end. One of the things that Vermin Supreme uh, uh, promised all citizens is uh, we're going to have a pony-based economy. <laughs> this fucking guy's hilarious, and I just always thought of him as just like this maniac that wears a boot on his head. But actually, he's got a great speaking voice, and like, there's kind of a method to his madness, kind of. But he's just making okay? everything a joke. You know? You okay? Yeah, I'm feeling great. <sighs> So he goes, uh, he's got a pony-based economy, and so Duncan starts, like, leaning into him on how a pony, how, how are you going to, yeah. where are we going to, how are we going to get three ponies for every U.S. citizen or whatever? And he's like, well, you got to understand, in a pony-based economy, you know, ponies are, obviously, they're worth something because our economy is based on it. So then you'll be able to borrow against your ponies. He's like, but there's not enough ponies to give birth and to, to execute the cloning program for ponies. So we're going to need most uh, other mammals to step up and birth some of these ponies. <laughs> and so he starts asking about uh, uh, Duncan's wife. He's like, maybe your wife is pregnant with the pony right now. And Duncan's like, my wife? <laughs> and dude, the two of them start playing back and forth. Yeah. It is so much <laughs> I love fun, when dude. they do that, dude. It's so much. Berman just slid right, <laughs> yeah. in, right into Duncan's world. Well, yeah. and it was fucking tremendous. <laughs> I had like, a good so time So good. That's it. when Duncan said it's fucking absolute <clears throat> best. Absolutely dude. awesome, dude. Oh, that's fun. Anywho. That's fun. Well, I'm glad you finally finished that episode. Yeah, no doubt. I'm going to listen to that one next. I think you'll enjoy it. I was dying to because Duncan's like, here's a segment about segments. Hey, guys, whenever you hear this noise, bring, it means we're going to change to a segment. So this is a segment about segments. Bring. <laughs> now we're on to a new segment. This is, the, this is a segment that breaks down how important segments and segmenting segments are to a show. Someone must have told him, hey, you got to like, you should do like segments. And he's like, oh, you want me to do segments? He, it's the same. It's the baseball joke. It's the, it's the 590. No, oh. when they said talk sports. It's the talk sports joke. He's like, oh, you want to do segments? Cool. I'm going to make every one of these things as ridiculous as humanly possible. The first 10 minutes is, is all about segments. We talked about. Did you listen to that part? Or did you skip I through? I think I, maybe I skipped through that yeah, part. You, yeah, because I, I, you sometimes skip I don't think that. I skipped through it. I just think I kind of. I never actually. I never skipped through. I what? never skipped through. Yeah, it's pretty funky. What is that? Well, funky. Is that you? Oh, uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. I thought that guy fucking did something to the sewer. I thought that guy fucking blew blew his sewer line. The guy. I never skipped here. through Duncan's commercials or live reads uh, because that's putrid. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, and you, there we go. We're back in business. Uh, poor bastard. Did probably just. Oh no. Um, so like, I never skip through Duncan's intros, like, but a lot of times I am. I'm driving somewhere and I'm just zoning out, staring off into the abyss as I as I uh, hurtle towards mediocrity. Um, <clears throat> and so I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't hear that part. We had some. Uh, I, <laughs> I messaged you. Um, that is so funny. Yesterday, a uh, couple of couple of uh, different little things I wanted to talk about. One thing that you have talked about on the show, and maybe we'll save it. You know, uh, for a, 
right. all the time. Uh, but you have asked, like, what could – what's something that we can do that AI won't be able to do? And then you brought yeah. up, like, it's a tripping. Tripping. You, you actually were like, maybe it's fucking psychedelic experience. And I was like, so, everything's about psychedelics, Craig. And then, Not everything's about – and I was like, oh, shit, maybe he might be onto something there. Well, I don't know. Or but die, or you know. I'll tell you this: uh, scientists. Uh, we're gonna. I'm just gonna t- give them a little teaser here. Please do. Scientists want to give neural networks virtual drugs. I don't even know what that means, but I like the idea of it. So maybe we'll do that. Uh, we'll get to that a little bit later on. Makes sense. <coughs> I mean, are are we taking liberties with the word drugs here, or I mean, is it just a code like? I guess we're going to yeah, find out. Yeah, virtual drugs. It's just a right? thing to mimic what a drug does to the brain because we're trying to mimic the brain. So if you're going to mimic what a drug does to the brain, then you're mimicking. It's a lot of exa- mimicking, man. It's a lot of mimicry. It's the sincerest form of flattery. Mimicry? I don't know. Is that what they say? Uh, Somebody's shit. Yeah, sure. Um, Craig, there is one thing I've just been struggling with. Um, <laughs> I'm angry. Yeah, I'm angry Sometimes. too, Sometimes. You know what I mean? And I know it's like, you know, my own bullshit. Sure. But sure. I want to preach love and light. Where is the balance between the love and light? And hey, and you're being the, a fucking dickhead. And, and, you need and to stop being just a dickhead. like seeing, I think we have a pretty good, I mean, we kind of went through it yesterday behind the scenes about a phone call that like, you know, we're very good yin and yang that you're like, I don't know. Hey, mm, you know, and I'm like, oh, you know, we could, you know, I'd be like. You know, but both of our ideas are the same, so it's kind of nice to be able to Present balance them in different that ways. out. Yes, <laughs> I think that's a real, uh, um, a real benefit to have. But I struggle in my own life. It's like, and, I, and maybe it's like coaching. Now that I'm thinking about it, that do you love someone through something when when you when you consider them doing something wrong, and who are you to say they are doing something wrong? Oh, well. In, in certain instances. Yeah, love know. is love is an interesting. I mean, so do I get pissed about the situation Skittles. if I see someone saying something that I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, when they're saying one thing, like, I'm dedicated to this cause, and I think I really am, but I'm also saying all this stuff that's not really a, a strong dedication to the cause, mm-hmm. and you're like, Okay. No. I, you, here's the deal. Are you trying to fuck with me and benefit it for yourself and lie? Or are you unwittingly saying, I'm, I'm with the cause? Because I think about some of the shit we did when we were first doing this. We were the first little two guys with a fucking microphone at the weed events. Like, hey, uh, you want to talk to us? We don't know what we're doing. You know, we were just excited to fucking be there. And seeing some of the people that we've talked to, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's you guys kind of an asshole now looking back on it that guy's kind of a you know and we were just like hey hey here's the deal so maybe i wasn't fully in the cause and maybe now that maybe it's well, the what cause comes... looked different the cause looked different sure. at the time we okay. liked we okay, liked, we, liked that too. we liked great. weed we liked weed and now in our great state of missouri it might have an opportunity to be to be, you know, legal in some capacity. I was so naive about it. And, and you know what? And that's okay. Like, it's okay for us to just have been, for people to just be excited that there is an avenue for them to purchase legal weed no matter that's the cost. That's where I'm at. Do I get, 
happy about that, or do I get upset Look, about here's the, the sixty dollars? Maybe, maybe what you do is, I mean, I think you you find peace in yourself there because what it is is it doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. We can cheer on the fact that there is a legal market. Now we can also encourage and do our best to uh, educate the community that the prices that they're being charged for this are not, I mean, those the, they're being taken advantage of. Like you can do both of those things. You can, <clears throat> excuse me, you can, you know, you can allow people to be excited about this thing. Cause there are straight up people who would just never break the law. Like, that's crazy to me to think like there's people that just like have abstained from, uh, uh, happiness or, or, you know, whatever, like yeah. med- medicating on their, by, on their own terms. But dude, you see it all the time. There's people who don't question doctors. There's people who go in and oh, it's yeah, like, hey, sure. what the doctor says is what it is. They yeah. don't get a second opinion. It's just, and like that's putting an awful lot of faith in other people, right? And uh, there's people that have done that with our laws. They're like, oh man, I, I mean, I think maybe cannabis really could have helped me, but it's been illegal this whole time. And and so like, there's like this whole older generation. It's like now I'm a legal patient. I never have to apologize yeah. for using this plant. Uh, and maybe that's the thing, having belief, having faith in someone and wondering if you're putting your faith and belief in someone who is <clears throat> being true or is in it to swindle you so they can benefit in the long run and really don't care, you know? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. So there's, there's a difference there. So, uh, as, as far as like what you're saying, uh, I, I think that you got, we got into it for all the right reasons. As our station improved, our voice got bigger, and so and we, but we've never been. Uh, we first off, we've we've kind of uh, um, cultivated a, a different kind of culture in our group where we made it explicit that we weren't going to censor anything, and we gave our reason why, and we've allowed people to be assholes, and some of them got bounced. Not many, out of thousands, less than a handful. R.I.P. Bob Vigine. Yeah. Yeah, right, and it Bob was Bajin it was people era. that were actually acting, Bob uh, asking Bajin. to be fucking launched, or people that uh, outwardly fucking threaten violence on fucking loved ones, or get the fuck out. You know, it's not what we're doing here. Um, so we've been kind of unabashedly defenders of people being able to speak their mind. You know, even when it even when it allowed them to be assholes. Well. That also allows for people to take action that even allows them to be assholes. But our rule's always been, you can say whatever you want, but you're also going to wear oh, the, 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 the criticism it's of it. It's the only way to learn. You're going to wear the criticism of it. I can't, no one's going to learn that their ignorant fucking little joke that they thought was funny, that was maybe, you know, in poor taste, fucking racist, sexist, whatever it was. Nobody's going to learn that that doesn't work if they don't get dragged for it. If they don't, if they don't have a, 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 a maybe not dragged, but an opportunity to hear why they're wrong. So oh, everybody now is usually like, "What's wrong, bud?" That's the deal, and that makes my, that's fucking great. So that's let's pivot it back to, to the industry. Right now, there are only a few people making cannabis available, uh, and I was th- I was actually thinking about it this morning in the shower because we talked mm. about mm. cultivators basically set the uh, MSRP on these pre-rolls at 23 bucks. I've also got a pretty good idea that if a dispensary wanted to 
let's just say sell $45 eighths. Let's say they wanted to pinch their margins. I'll bet you the cultivators w- won't honor deals if they don't keep that price inflated for the first little bit until more cultivators come online. I think the cultivators have more to do with the price setting right now than anything. And <clears throat> they have a suggested retail price and they pretty much if you want to buy weed from us I you're going to sell it at that. Put it all on the cultivator. Someone's buying because it. I think it's I think it's because I think it's a, a a part of the terms of the deal. Terms of what deal? You want to buy this pound for 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 $4,000, you have to sell this pound for $7,000 minimum. Then the dispensary should say, "No, we're good. We're going to wait." I'm with you. Goes. I'm with you. And then the but the dispensaries are in a spot where they're paying rent. They're paying all of their overhead. They're doing all of the things that that they did to get online. I'm with you on that. If I was a dispenser, I'd like to I'd like to think I'd be like, "Ha! How many dispensaries do we have?" Uh, I actually don't know the 11? answer to that question right now. There's more than that, I think. Fuck, I think we got a few much. more. I think we got a few more dispensers, but we don't How have many very many cultivators. We got 15. Give me a fucking break. There should be 162 of them. What was the fucking final tally? 190 something that they were supposed to be open by January 1st. Uh, a lot of people got uh, extensions. They had they had plans. Um, yeah, I don't limitless know what the, extensions. Cool. I don't no think, I don't think it's going to be that. I, I think a lot of people are going to lose their get shit. Them forever, dude. The only people that are going to get them, I think, are the people that have actually broken ground and actually made an opportunity. If, uh, there's people that haven't made a, a single move with on a building. Now, here's where it's going to be. This is where I want people <laughs> and help to help me fucking, understand. Everyone always is like, there's a bunch of numbers you don't understand that go into this thing. And I'm like, okay. I'm trying to understand. I've read the article. About Pennsylvania, where they have to <coughs> pay $150,000 in <coughs> keeping their shit, like, secure, like it's gold fucking bars or something. Well, it is, because they have to transfer so much cash. So it's dumb. I just, I, I hold the dispensaries responsible. I think they're the I th- face. I think, I think you're wrong there, though. I, I don't. Obviously. What I'm saying is, is I don't think the disp- like, okay, that's fine, but then... Then okay. Then your alternative is you're saying don't make it. Don't make it another avenue of medicine available because because the cost of that. So it's what really are all the cultivators your... going to do when all the dispensaries get together and say, I hear "Here's you. here's the price." I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm I and I think they should do it now while they can. They, because here's the thing: we heard we heard it from the fucking from the people down at Archimedes. The 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 cultivators are going to set the price for the first few years. As they have in every other state, and then as soon as more and more dispensaries come online, and there's more and more of a as user they base, have in every state is just like I know, but but, but that's but that's also like that makes sense though. The cultivators are, are going to set the price as long as the demand. If I get to see someone do something thirty-two times, I, I, I think I can do I, it better. I think I can do it. better. I think I got a couple ideas. Do it better. I agree. I agree with you. But I mean, just just the nature of. And I think it would have been that way had we just flipped the switch and said, "Okay, we're legal. First man to the market wins." But that's, we didn't. But we didn't do that. Problem. We fucking we we drug out a fucking licensing process for a year. I mean, we're you know we're over we're over two years in on on this program. There's not one drop of RSO on the shelves anywhere. You know, had we just flipped the switch and said, "Hey, uh, <coughs> January first, 2019, uh, everything's legal," or you know, everybody's open for business. Here's your license winners. You know, yeah. but no. that wasn't the deal. We had to wait a year for them to turn their <coughs> license. Then we had a fucking, we had a party for all the license pe- people that submitted licenses. We had a party in August of 2019. So then 
Come all the way back around to last winter, they finally start granting licenses. You know, I mean, we we burned an entire year on that fuckery. It's just so. That's dumb. why I like. That's why I like this other dude's bill. It's like, hey, there's no prohibitive licensing. You want to fucking you want to run a business? Okay. The the first dispensary I'll support is one that gets out there and goes, "This entire deal is a sham. I am on the inside." Here's what's going on, patients. Because right now, what we have is some fucking media companies. In I'm Missouri, with that because that's what we're doing, and that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Some media companies in this fucking town who do very similar shit to us are like, "Hey, we are the mouthpiece of the industry, and the industry is always doing shit behind closed doors, always trying to yeah. fucking work a little deal here, work a fucking little deal here." Fuck you, dude. Like that shit. I get it. That's just the way it is, Steve. That's just the way things go. Not if you're going to. I sound like a broken fucking record. Not if you're going to sell me this fucking medicine bullshit. And all these people who are like, huh, getting medicated right now. Getting fucking medicated. That's not helping anything. The end goal of everything we should be getting, because right now so many people are pleased with getting their nutsack still beat. Just weekends off. Everybody's well, like, yeah, here's, no, 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 here's the deal. People are still okay with that when we should all be uniting together, dispensaries included, mm-hmm. to say, here are the problems with the industry. Boom, 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 boom. They are in it. They know. They know the, the security. They're just transferring with cash. There's got to be a better way to get RSO on the shelves. These other companies selling soda and, <coughs> and medicine, 60 fucking dollar ace, figuring out that the cultivators are robbing people. Until they come out and say, I stand with you, patients. I hear you. I feel you. We have to pass the buck on to you. We're robbing you. We know we are. Until a dispensary comes out and says that, I'm going to hold them accountable. They're the leaders. They're the people who rushed. And, and to, to, to fucking always cry about, well, we had to get this place all fucking up and running. And Fraker's like, I build houses, and it's hard to get fucking... You can get if we took all of the bullshit out of the way. You said it the other day. You said, I wish I could go to my buddy's fucking trailer and he could sell me a bag of weed. We should all be fighting towards that. But the people in charge have tricked us, have tricked us, have duped us into thinking this is still good. Yeah, we need them. Well, I need you guys because the black market wasn't working. I always felt guilty. I always felt fear. I always felt adrenaline whenever a fucking cop pulled up behind me. And I still that do. was because of you fucking guys. Yeah. And now, now you're allowing me. I still, I'm more fucking paranoid. I'm growing at home. But like when I was growing, I had some other plants going. They were vegging. And I was like, Ugh, I just killed all those because I was like, I'm not even fucking with the whole plant count if it gets 14 inches above. Like, I'm just going to grow six plants and call it a fucking day because I'm still like, what if these plants produce more than the allotted amount? I got to fucking toss that shit real quick and dispose of it in the right way. No, 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 no. We've made it harder than it is. Yeah. It's a fun thing. Weed is a fun thing that people do with their friends. I agree. And weed is also... RSO medicine, and I tried to ask a fucking question on top shelf, and, and 
I don't know. Maybe they didn't see it, but I kept asking about RSO because they had some dispensary owners on there. Didn't get fucking answered. I asked about the, the, the prices, and he's, Big V said it's the fucking cultivation. Talk to them. We'll talk to them about it. Maybe they'll be pissed off about it. I'm like, yeah, all right, you're fucking, this, is the, the, this, might, this show might as well have been on Pornhub. Jesus Christ. Um, so I'm like, okay, well, where am I at here? Because I'm fucking kind of losing my shit now. Mm-hmm. I am. Because this is the funnest thing I've ever been a part of is going to a concert, smoking some fucking dubs, and having a good time. And now that it's medicine, it's like, sorry, this, this, this is my fucking pill bottle subscri- prescription. I mean, recommendation. I cannot share with anyone else in the world. And everyone's like, yeah, but Steve, at least it's legal. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're still at a point where they could say, oh, I saw him fucking share real marijuana. I saw him, and I tested the real marijuana. We took it through, and now we're throwing him in fucking jail still. Will that happen? No, probably not. Do I still have to live in the fear and adrenaline? I'm trying to destroy that shit in my life. I'm I trying to you. get rid of it. I'm trying, I'm trying to end the war on drugs when this is just prolonging or moving the war on drugs in a different direction. I it's agree. like, oh yeah, fucking throw people in jail anymore. Right, no, well, well we have we'll a we have a, a new community system. health pro we have a new community health program. And you think I wanna be fucking this guy? Does anyone think I wanna be little part of me? Little part of me wants Okay, little part of me wants to be this guy. You're right, you're right, little part of me. But I just wanna I, I was naive when we first got into this. I was naive. I thought when they legalized weed, it would be all the people we met at all the conferences going. Hey man, we finally did it. Fifteen bucks for a legal aid. When when you're when you're needing a bag at the end of the night, you're like, yeah, one of the dispensaries is open till ten. I know the guy there. He's cool. It's fucking chill when you go in there. You go in there and if you look twenty one, yeah. it, it's like that. Mm. It's not uh fucking uh, let me see fucking fingerprint fucking here. Let me see the fucking put your dick print <laughs> right here. Glands print. Glands print. Let me see the glands print. Yeah. I, I'm just, I hope I can be it crazy enough that people are like, oh, that's fucking nuts. Maybe we meet in the middle somewhere here. Because I just want, the, the when we do wreck, this is the greatest thing of all. The greatest thing of all is the wreck thing is just legalize it and let everybody grow it. And then all these people who pumped in all this shit, be like, you're, you're the medicine guys. That's what gets guys. me hard. You're the medicine guys now. Mm. And please teach I'm not going to let them it. do that either because we're not going to let them off that easy. You're not the medicine guys. You're the guys that, that brought in that. You're the Walmart guys. You're the guys that brought in robots and fucking wanna and national brands that nobody gives a fuck about. Should I be worried about? I know that some of them are for KC, but... Is it wrong of me? This is another question I've been delving in when I fucking lay my head down at night. Is it wrong of me to be like, no, Missouri's got this, dude? Uh, I, no. I, I would like some help. No, it's not. If we need it. It's really not and wrong I know, of you. That was something that Missouri kept, that was something that kept getting uh, parroted uh, even early on. Before we even passed Amendment 2, they're like, well, it would be foolish to think that we wouldn't uh, uh, need the help of uh, some people that worked in legal markets. Like, well, Really? What, the, the, because because why? Because the rules <coughs> of this game are fixed by a certain group of people <laughs> for every single state. Is that why it's foolish? Is that why? Because, look, I think that there were some good people doing consulting, but on the whole, the whole <laughs> consulting thing is a fucking racket. I wish I'd have got in on it. 
I wish I could have said, oh, yeah. hey, if I can help yeah, you. Yeah, like, that's yeah, the fucking spot. Here, but this, Dude, yeah. I had a guy. when I, I sell promotional products. I sell advertising, print advertising. And so I was talking to a guy uh, you know, out in Colorado because there's a, there was a pretty good lack of cannabis-themed promos. Sure, right? sure. So I <clears> developed a relationship with a couple of dudes talking about it because I wanted to kind of be out in front of it. And he goes, let me tell you something, dude. Oh, this guy, he, he made like cannabis promotional products in the beginning. And he's like, yeah. I still do that, but it's more of kind of a side thing. He's like, I got into consulting. He goes, and well, listen, all of the money in this industry is in consulting, every bit of it. And I, and at the time, I didn't. I thought he meant like, what are you like oh, yeah, marketing yeah. consulting, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. No, I now I understand. <laughs> yeah, now I get it. They've turned it into a, it's gross. a wicked game. Is that is that wicked. fucking is that Chris Isaac? We got our guy today. Yeah, we do at nine. Okay. Maybe maybe nine fifteen. Okay. Maybe 9.15. Um, hey, what was the whole deal with Steve Tilly again? Uh, as far as? Like the, the cannabis stuff. Well, did, that, did that ever come out? What well, thing? I mean, you know, every one of his projects got their license, and he's pretty good buddies with Governor Parson. Do you know if you do? He the, took Parson, I think, to, you know, the Super Bowl. And like, I was, know, like, I I was on Mocan Trade's website, yeah. and then I was looking at Mocan Trade's pack, and it said, oh, look at Mocan Trade's PAC. Yeah, political action committee. Political yeah. action committee, and then click on the link to email them, and it's Steve Tilly's Gmail address. I was like, "Hold on, say that again." <laughs> if you go to Mo Can's website, okay, here I'll do it right now. I think so. <coughs> Mo Can trade, okay, okay. So I go there. Yeah. Um. Then it took me. I was actually looking something else. Up. So were you like trying to use the contact or? No, no, no. I was just, is it weird that Tilly pops up as their Mocan trade pack? Like, if you want to communicate no, with them. No, okay. no, because, I mean, that's, you know, that's how it works. It's weird that that's what his political action committee is called. But Okay, I wasn't sure if, like, you know. Like, I'm kind of like, shit. you know, there's other PACs, you know, that for all different kinds of purposes. And the different people get behind different ones. Right now, Crossing Paths is the one that I think is behind uh, Shamed Dogan's bill. And for all of the uh, opinions a lot of people have about, you know, certain people that work within that political action committee, the six-page bill reads exactly how I want a cannabis bill to read. So let's get, of, tax. let's get a couple of protections in there. 12%. But let's get a couple of protections in there. No, it's 12. But, you know, any of these also still yeah, allow for— for municipalities to to tax on top of it. Um, so, you know, that's what you ultimately, I'd like to see some protections for our home cultivation, and I'd like to see some protections for, uh, against, the, the bill explicitly says that municipalities can make their own rules for it. Um, I, I think yeah. that's, well, it, yeah, but they could keep dispensaries from opening up in their municipality. That's, fine. that's how it goes. You can always drive somewhere else to get it. Yeah. But I would like to see maybe a protectionist set in those places where, you know, uh, well, actually, I, I think state law and the Constitution allows it. So I was going to say, I'd like to see a protectionist says, you know, if you're in one of those areas that prohibits it, you know, th- th- there's no. And you need some change on a local level. You go in there. And that's right. Then, that's right. That, and that's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. You know, you so say we don't want to. We want, we want the, the further government store. is away from us. We want the rules to be far broader. Right. And yeah. then as we, you know, choose where we're going to live, you know, we, we, we want the uh, the decision-making closer to home, right? What's going to affect our immediate 
uh, surroundings. Anywho, um, I'm I'm in on it. I'm in on Dogan's bill. I'm in on Dogan's bill because the way it reads allows you and me, if we wanted to, to get into it, if we can afford licensing. I mean, licensing still might be costly, but it, there's not going to be some fucking kind of arbitrary scoring process. It's going to take all this fucking time. You know, that shit's just fucking crazy to me. It's, uh, <clears throat> I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. What That's is, the way it is. And I'm no fucking, I don't know anything. You know, like, I don't fucking get it. I, I just I just don't get that shit. That, that shit misses me the whole fucking, like, hey, if we create this whole fucking charade, we'll all make a bunch of money, right, guys? <laughs> yeah, we will. And I'm like, but why? And they're like, well, you got to kind of create this artificial fucking whole deal to kind of fucking keep the plebs at ease. And that's the only way you'll get the right amount of votes to get this to pass through. And, oh, no. It's never like, oh, yeah, we just kind of bullet pointed all the good things, bullet pointed all the, the, the pros and cons. And then kind of let the citizens d- decide what they wanted to do after that. It's like, no, if we do this little thing back here, then and you're doing this, That's bad. That, that probably made Kush Coach shit right in Did his pants. He shit in his pants. When he heard Kush that laugh. Coach, come on. When he buddy, heard that you laugh. Can't shit in your pants this early in the morning, bud, bud. Okay. Come on, buddy bear. Gosh, gosh, darn it! Can we read some of the comments from some of our? Oh, I suppose some, we got a we got a conversation people. going on between Blunt Man and Dennison and Kush Coach. They're just talking weed, dude. Are they cool? Let's hey, hear people it. won't do them just talking about uh, weed. <laughs> Look at oh, us, yeah. guys. The state is. Uh, let's, let's see. We'll just back it up quite a bit. All right. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. Uh, what was that juvenile song? Basically, with your ass, yeah, I'm blessed, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sassy, yeah. Oh, you got to learn that on the bass, dude. I learned on the fucking drums. <laughs> Girl, you're working with the bass, yeah. Oh, dude, I'm going to play that today. Dude, gonna, is that what we're going to play gonna them out with? Girl, you're working with some bass, yeah. That's fucking high school, bro. Actually, oh, yeah, 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 early oh, high school. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing the video first time. I was like, okay, Jew. Because. Dude, I loved Dirty. Yeah. I loved I loved everything on No Limit Records and Cash Ooh. Money Records. I was that I was, was in. Jam. I was I was in. all I in on New Orleans. Sound. I, I was, was a New Orleans, Orleans kid. <laughs> oh, you know we are connected <laughs> by the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty much, pretty much, much New Orleans. Orleans. Fifty five in yeah, the river. Shoot right down fifty five, dude. <laughs> it's a hop skip and jump. <laughs> yeah. I'm one of the five hundred four boys. Man, dude. that sucked. They were awesome. Though. That is the third uh, reference, or maybe it's the second reference to. Well, to Cash Money or Master P, uh, Seth the other night uh, on the show uh, broke into an acapella version of uh, 504 Boys. <laughs> it's a clean version. Clean version on this own, show? I only own the clean Only on the clean edit. What, they say <laughs> what right do they now? say? I have no idea. You ain't gotta call me your boo. Just as bad as you want a pickle, I want a pickle too. Why didn't they just let him say, say that? <laughs> yeah, they want a pickle. I get it. It's sexual. It is a little. It's a little. Little in your window there. Sexual. I get what they're talking about. Pickles, guys. Come on. Come on. Come on. Pranksters. Merry Pranksters. 
Uh, I, you know, so honestly, the, the, the weed conversation is kind of a lot. Like, come on, they're paragraphs <laughs> at a time. What are you guys doing? Give me one, just so I can like, like we'll tear them up one. for sure. That's fucking infuriating. I think it's easier to blame players in the game because something can be done there at our level. It's next to impossible to fight the man. Look how hard it was to get to this point. I guess the fight needs to happen on all fronts, like it is. But it seems to me the root cause rests solely on the shoulders of the lawmakers and bowtie blowboy. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Blow tie, blow boy. I think that the, the responsibility. It's in antiquity. The responsibility is on the people. People who voted. People who signed all the positions. People who fucking walked around gathering petitions. Like, let's go. Let's legalize it for real. I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in on Dogan's bill. Fuck it. Even with the tax? Oh, at, uh, as opposed to what we have? million percent. I'll scrap what we have now. For that, and I'll fight on the fucking tax front. I think that getting can you him... change it later? Sure, so uh, do anything you want. If you promise me that we can change it later, I'm not. But I'm still gonna rally against it right now. So it does. It gets me boned up. Yeah. I got some studies about cannabis, but I think I'm gonna save it for tomorrow. Man, we had a lot of shit to get to today. Or we can go. We, but we can got Makate in. We'll go a little long. We'll go a little long. Go a little I do. Long. I got to go into the office. We'll go, we'll go a little long. No, we don't have to go. No, we're going to go long. What did you do last night? Can you just sum that up? Oh, we got like last last five minutes here. And uh, of, I sat down here with on. our buddy Ryan. We hashed out a couple of songs. Can we hear any Ad- clip? Who's yeah. Your Own Adventure. I can probably pull up a rough edit after the yeah after the break. Is it can, good enough to play? I think so. Okay. It's just, it's, just, it's just a music bed. But yeah, it's a pretty funky The other music. song you guys made together it's a pretty. Off. Funky music. Eater. I know. We got to shoot a video for that. Yeah, as soon as it gets warm. I'm gonna have, well, you, listen. Also, I gotta the, add, I gotta the add alien house to told too. me no, so I got to figure I something fucking, out. I got an offer from somebody, but we'd be sleeping outside, and I don't. I just don't know how many people are down for that. It's frigid. Might not be then. I don't mind it. Yeah, me neither. If you have enough blankets, you're fine. Build a, we'll build a fucking fire that'll call in a Gondor. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So, um, <laughs> uh, do we want to do a, a break? A Gondor break? calling fire? A, a, a Gondor fire? You ever heard one? Well, I'm just, I was trying to get you to be like, we have a studio here in Festus. Here it is. I got to come here with my friends and make some music. If you guys want to do that. Yeah. Anyway. So, oh, yeah. So, we laid down a couple of tracks. Uh, we he talked about talking about himself. We talked about uh, shooting the show and some kind of cool features and layouts we would want for playing at like the perfect tabletop gaming table like oh, a, yeah. a d20 game i got some ideas we talked about the the elevator a little bit I, I had some ideas last night that could be pretty neat for that so what why are you doing that when you have that oh yeah oh. come on get him with it yeah Guys, this is Hoosier Sophisticate, and we'll be back right after these messages. Oh, hey. It's Adam McChesney with Ms. Marketing. We specialize in lead generation. Filling your pipeline and taking care of your payments. Give us a call today. Adam from Ms. Marketing took me from 10 leads 
to 300 leads in a month, and I became the strongest boy in the schoolyard. He increased the revenue for my uh, fit charter fishing business by 30% in one month. Ms. Marketing. What was that Facebook algorithm? What was that Instagram? Ms. Marketing. I know it's late, baby, but you got me thinking about my dream home. Yeah, girl. You know, Bungeon Property Group doesn't just sell houses, they sell dreams. You know when the best time to talk about dreams is? In the middle of the night. That's why Bungeon Property Group is famously open 24 hours a day. So you can whisper sweet nothings in the middle of the night. Oh yeah. Tell me all your dreams of white picket fences, in-ground pools, and I'll find them for you. In an area with a low crime rate, just proximity to nice parks, walking distance to the grocery store, easy access to the highways, a place where you can offer a education to your children, all while feeling safe in your front yard while they play. Let me talk that dream house talk to you. Let me be your dream realtor. Smoke a little weed, boy. I wanna grow some trees, boy. When I grow all the weed that I smoke, and I blow all the trees that he grows, and I smoke all the weed that I grow, and I grow all the trees that he smokes. Well, I'm growing and I'm smoking, so I go see both. And I smoke what I grow, yeah. Grow active solution, and I'm growing the hydro. Oh no. Swamp, catch and crow that do the sweetly stomp. Everybody do the sweetly stomp. It's a stomp, it's a wiggle. Turn around, a little tickle. It's a stomp, move your feet. Head on down to sweetly. Head on down to sweetly. Head on down to sweetly. Dude, man. Get on down to Sweet Leaf Emporium and do that Sweet Leaf stomp, man. Hey guys, it's me, Kippy the Crazy Koala Bear. 
and I'm here to tell you about James Carlton Insurance. It's quiet down. It's the best. It's quiet down listening to Kippy. Grown-ups need insurance, and Uncle James can help. Right on. Grown-ups need insurance. He's got the best reviews on Yelp. <laughs> Grown-ups need insurance if they want to protect their house. Yes, sir. Grown-ups need insurance if they want to properly bury a spouse. That's a bit more. Grown-ups need insurance if they drive a truck. Okay. Grown-ups need insurance just so they don't get... Whoa, 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 Kippy, you can't... Well, I was just no, going to say can't. get in trouble. Okay, well, it sounded like you were going to like say something else. James Carlton, State Farm Insurance. You can find them online at carltoninsurance.net or you can call them at 314-961-4800. Inside of me, let it up inside of me. I got 1800 milligrams going real good down my throat. Mm. When I wake up in the morning and I need a pick me up, well, I grab my bottle of native hemp and I splash it on my tongue. Lap, 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 let it up inside of me. 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 Native Hemp Extract, available at HoosierSophisticate.com. Enter code HOSO, H-O-S-O, at checkout for an additional 30% off.
it's actually two. Okay, I see, I see, I see, I see. just happened oh my god that was crazy i just heard some awesome music thought i heard ryan's voice for a second wow wow i'm so glad you got him in here i was bummed i was bummed we did some pretty neat stuff we hashed out kind of what we're gonna uh, uh what we got going in the game we've got pretty much the uh the main traveling party uh, all, uh, that's me. <laughs> we got the main traveling party all kind of, uh, worked out. So just hashing out a little bit of backstory and just got some ideas for what we want to do for some camera placement. And, uh, oh, it's going to be neat, man. Uh, especially kind of because the nature of this building and how it used to be a car wash, like we basically have rigging all throughout our ceiling so we should be able to add some some pretty neat camera angles and lighting and and weird shit so and you know jason's all about it anything we can hook up to his little dmx controller and get this thing going weird so did i tell you about what we were going to talk about with makate um well i uh messaged makate behind your back why do you always steal my my good ones I didn't. Well, he started. It was weird because we had like a group message thing going on. Listen, and then he started messaging not Craig's, me. He thinks you're a dirty heathen and leaves me with you. And I'm like, <laughs> we'll figure something out. You know, we're the bad news bears. Greg steals all the all the good ones. <laughs> Jams out with them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, so we had we had, nice, say, we had a nice. We had a nice. It's group song message going on, and the next thing you know, McIntyre died. We just slide, slipped. Uh, who, who he slid into mine for reals. Yeah, <laughs> that's I didn't hard. Want, I didn't want to break your heart. It's <laughs> hard to hear. It's tough to hear. That's okay. Yeah, we were talking about. Sure, we were talking about B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve's so mean to you. Yeah. I wouldn't be that mean to you. That's you know, what I, think he said. <laughs> I get it. He's like, I've been that he guy goes, before. Hey, why don't you drop that zero? And get with the, the hero. hero. He's like, why don't you drop that uh, lost soul? What, what rhymes with Makate? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me uh, hold on. There's some. <laughs> Fakate. What's up? Uh, I'm red time. So you know what we're talking about. I got an idea. I just I messaged yeah, our group. I just found out three three minutes ago. You guys probably got skit. He's like he's just a better version of me, honestly, is what he is. He gets me all <laughs> <laughs> I bet he can't play the mouth harp. Oh, I bet he can. Okay, I'm sorry. Did you guys go over this last night? No, I was too busy jamming with our friends. You stood me up. Oh, yeah. I, I can't spend every waking hour here. <laughs> I, I wish I could. I know. I made I made a hard sacrifice. I get it. I get it. Sorry, so so what are we talking about? Sister Act. I watched that last night. Which one? Uh, I love one. them both. I'm, the a, I'm a Sister Act 2 guy. You watched thing. Sister Act 1 last night? Is that why you're up until 1.30 in the morning? You're, you're watching Sister Act? <laughs> yeah, that's why I was late today. Um, I follow you. Follow you wherever you go. Hey, 
sister, uh, the little, Kath, the little, Kath and Maria, the, I'm gonna the, need you to come up here for a minute. The little, the little, uh, she's the little frail white chick. Sister Maria Catherine, I'm gonna need you to step up here okay. for a second. Okay. I need an A. I'm gonna need an A on the piano. I don't think so. Maybe. No. Here, I got you. I'll get it. Hang on. You got it. How about now? How about now? Oh, you're the man. So imagine there's a bunch of dishes clanking around. People are talking, smoking cigarettes. And I'm sitting in the back of the room, right? And I need to hear you. I need to hear you project your voice. Okay? And she's like, I don't know. You can't. We're singing for God. And imagine God's in. So, Sister Catherine, hit her with a, an A. I was weeping. <laughs> I was full ugly cry. When she hit the A? Yes, dude. You forget. You forget how much that. How much that hit? I will tell you, in Sister Act 2, which is it's one no, of those Sister that's Act superior one. to the, to the no, original. Nope, nope. Get Sister the fuck one. on, dude. I, I, I'm going to watch 2 tonight. Yeah, you're going to watch 2 tonight, you're going to be like, really oh, good. yeah, the musical offering from 2 alone makes, I it, just makes like, it just one of the, I mean, true de- uh, audio uh, uh, auditory delights of cinema. I'm not arguing with you there. But yeah, Sister I mean, storyline, story not, not, I mean, I don't know. Well, she's on the run in the first one, right? She's on the run. Harvey Keitel is just straight. Harvey Keitel? Harvey I Keitel gotta is yoked. And yeah. he's just like bus it challenge. Like I, just, it. I just got into the bus. I just found out the bus it challenge. challenge. Yeah, yeah, Timmy Bish. Yeah, dude, I love <laughs> Manchild. I love, I love, I love Manchild. I love he's the best. <laughs> yeah, I'd give him uh, a whole segment. So <clears throat> she is boning up on Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel is supposed to leave his wife. Um. She's a part of like a. Supreme... Are you saying Bukaki rhymes with Makate? Bukake. Bukate. Bukake Makate. <laughs> Makate like... Bukake. So, <laughs> so they think she is part of like a Supremes cover group, okay. Gaitan cover group, okay. you know. She sings all of her own songs in the movie. Jenny and I, I was like, I was like, I think that sounds like Whoopi. You know, think anybody cranked it to her? Oh, Makate's trying to call. Okay. Abu, you guys better not just be sitting there talking about sister acting. <laughs> oh, I figured he oh, would probably shoot. want to. Oh shoot! Oh shoot! Oh shoot! I didn't... <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I'm. Uh, that was a mistake on my part, and I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna own that one. Hold on. Okay, yeah, we can switch it up real quick. I don't even know. if, even if you don't love me anymore. Sonny came home. Hey, Makate, what's up? 
Uh, stay quiet for a second because I'm breaking down Sister Act right now. Um, <laughs> everybody, Makate's joining the show. That's besides the point. Hold on. It's one of my he wasn't segments. supposed to be here till nine. It's, uh, body talk and it's nine oh seven. That says eight fifty nine. How is the time wrong on that on a laptop? I got one yeah, that, that says 907. nine oh seven. I got two that say nine oh seven. One that says eight fifty fifty nine. Um, so she and Harvey Keitel are boning up, and I mean it's hot. The only thing missing Dude, from that I told movie, you people have cranked the tulipi. No, I don't no, have to Whoopi's feel weird not about good it. Looking in this no, movie, I'm though. with you. But Car- Harvey, I but remember thinking mean- as a kid, I was like Harvey Keitel is in the. He's leaving I, his I, wife. You just for blew Whoopi me away. Over. I had no idea. Oh, and it's a swolled up Keitel. Well, Harvey Keitel has done. They got him with his man. shirt off at the beginning, and I'm like Harvey. But oh, he's a hard dude. He's all tatted up. Hardy. They should have called him Hardy. Okay. 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 Um. So he's uh he gives her a coat, a pink, no, a purple cashmere, mink yes, yes, sweater. Correct. Well, I remember that. I, that that part stuck out. You turn it around and it says Lonnie on it, which is his wife's name. Oh, he's not not, not a smooth move. Or is he doing it just to show? Hey, I'll give you whatever fucking jacket I want. Pretty much, he's a mobster. Yeah, good. She for She kind of knows it. So she takes that, and she's all pissed off about it, and the girls in her band are like, she, she's like, I'm leaving. And they're like, no, you tell us where to stand and how to sing and all this stuff. And she's like, it ain't worth nothing. And Harvey Keitel's like, I can't get a divorce because the church will disown me. It's either you or the church. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even gather that whole backstory that that was his deal. Sure. Yeah. Because you learn at the end when she's dressed as a nun, they're, sure. they're like, oh, we can't shoot her. You shoot her. And they're like, no. And she's like, I'll pray for you guys. So she plays up the whole nun thing. It's really, it's a great. Oh, that's why she becomes a nun. Yes, she yeah. becomes a nun because she's taking that coat back. Yeah. <clears throat> Harvey Keitel is killing someone as she's bringing the Correct. coat back. Correct. She sees it. And then and Harvey Keitel. And witness protection. And Harvey Keitel is like, you good? And she's like, yeah, I'm good. It's cool. And those guys, the, his buddies go, I don't know about that. Like, she might tell somebody. And he's like, you think? It was real. It's really real casual. He's like, you think? And then they're like, I don't know. He goes, well, go outside. If she runs, kill her. If she doesn't run, bring her back in. And okay. I'll talk to her. Okay. And uh, then, then she goes to the convent. The cop takes her to the convent. It's certainly There's a-, a dirty cop. My favorite scene in the movie, personally, is that when they're singing, uh, Oh, Maria. Dun, 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 great dun, 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 Oh, Maria. Triumph all ye seraphim. Triumph all ye seraphim. Okay. Okay. I, I'm with you. Great, great scene. And that's when the, and they get, and then they, the kids come they in. Get the, they get the little mousy girl to. No, these kids. No, that's not that scene. This okay. Is when they've already instructed. She's already put this group together. This is their first time in the uh-huh. church. This is a scene where I'm like, I was standing up in the room just watching it. Yeah, man. just caught up in it. Because these kids, I remember being a kid and being like, yeah, that seems, that seems normal. There's like these ruffians on the street and they hear that song from the church and they're like, oh, dang. I got to check out what's going on in there. And, like, these six kids and the priest is like, yes. come in, my children. Yeah, okay. And they're like, church is cool. Dude, see, church this is, is cool. this is why, this is actually why uh, Notre Dame was so good for so long. Because it wasn't until the uh, NCAA put a ban on uh, using uh, hot, funky beats to encourage great athletes into the halls of Notre Dame. 
What? Uh, they, yeah, they used to they used to employ all of the the nuns, uh, the the clo- a cloister of nuns to uh, fire them up before uh, games. To, well, just in, during recruiting trips, kind of like he got game, but instead of like two gals doubling up on him, uh, it was <laughs> just it was a it was a cloister of nuns singing Ave Maria. Sorry. Oh, Makita. Hey, buddy. Oh, hey, Makita. <laughs> What's up? Oh. We got to turn him up. All right. I'll get it. Yeah. <coughs> uh, yeah, we can do whatever we want, bud. We're adults. We'll fit him in here. Turn me up and turn me on. That's what I said. <laughs> okay. We'll tur- turn him up. Okay, hey, I have two questions about the studio. Okay. Do you have room for a cloister of nuns? Uh-huh. That's a, is that a yes? <laughs> yes. Whoa, 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 That's a yes. Uh huh. Yeah, they're 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 in the mail. Um, man, you were talking about interesting camera angles. I had a few ideas. Okay. And do you have like an under the desk one already? No. Are you a pervert? <laughs> we don't yet. <laughs> but I I think an upskirt cam probably for Steve cards. and I is probably in the cards. If I had to. Yeah. Are you okay? Sorry, Craig doesn't know how to work any of the sound. I Jason do. taught him, but he didn't like pay attention good. And I it's do. crazy. We need like a real sound guy if you ever want to move out of the, you know, beautiful landscape that is Montana and come back to the hellscape that is known as St. Louis. Just kidding. I love it here. You know how great my, it is here. My grandpa used to always promise that he was gonna take us on a good. big family trip to Festus one day. Oh good. Is he still with yeah. us? No, but I mean I oh. think when the answer realms he might be able to help even more now well you know what we got a, a big deal going on here because we just hit 100 messages bud and there's something we always do when we hit 100 messages and it sounds like this hope you're dancing at home market day. Okay, uh, <laughs> Mangate. Really, what this, what, what we were, what we were going off on here is that uh, Sister Act Two is one of those rare movies where the sequel is better than the original. Well, I didn't know that there was a Sister Act One. Yeah, a lot of people didn't. I thought, it, I thought it's just Sister Act Two. Yeah, I thought that was just the name. Yeah, yeah, because they spelled it T O O. T O O. No, they spelled it T O. They're like sister like act dumb and two. Dumber. Like just like well, sister act is is in the action of the in, <laughs> the indefinite infinitive. <laughs> okay. Well, there's just uh, there's a couple of sonic landscapes that are uh, put together in I'm that movie. I'm gonna have to rewatch too because I know Lauren Hill's a beast in it. Well, you got Lauren Hill is a beast in it. Uh, but that little kid who sings when he sings "Oh Happy oh, Day." No, oh Happy Day. Oh Happy Day. Day. Me and it's my hardest friend, like we were so hard in South City, dude. Yeah. You know, you saw the For neighborhood sure. I grew up in. For sure. But when you caught us in the basement, we were going, "Oh, oh 
Happy me and Chad Hayflinger, buddy. Me and Chad really Hayflinger, old. buddy. Me and Chad Hayflinger. And I'll tell you what else. Singing from my toes I'll tell you what else. Soul, the other day, baby. you want to talk about fucking hard. I'm 36 years old. I'm a man. Okay. I'm driving down the I highway. I'm driving down the highway. Uh, uh, Trevor's wanting to listen to. This is during Christmas season. So Trevor's wanting to hear. I was like, what do you want to do for Christmas music, buddy? You want like some pentatonics or something? He's like, yeah, pentatonics would be great. Well, we got it on like a little shuffle. They they chime in with a uh, little joyful joyfuls, okay, joyful, and they start in, and I'm like, oh, this has got a little Sister Act two. But <laughs> you telling me Pentatonics laid down the Sister Act two version of Joyful Joyful, dude? I'm going down the highway about a hundred. <laughs> joyful Joyful Lord, we adore thee. I'm fucking getting it. And Trevor's looking at me like, okay, like he's witnessing the storm, the bud, spirit. the fucking Holy Spirit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's so, good. Pentatonix does uh, a great it's version it's of that. Funny. It's, it's honestly like the movie that people ask me what my favorite movie is. I always answer Sister Act two. It's not actually my favorite movie, but I think it's always a really good answer. Someone on the reviews, because sometimes we look up reviews, and there aren't many bad ones. There aren't many really, really good ones. But there was one that said a lot of three. Lot yeah, of three. that's what I was looking up. It was a three star review, and it's like. Oh, you know, oh, it was, we're, we're going to do this. It was just a good Whoopi Goldberg movie that we, well, let's made do this, you forget cause... what was going on in the world for an hour and a half with a a few <laughs>, laughs and a good ending. Three stars. Yeah. And I'm like, OK, that's exactly oh, what it is. buddy. It's been a while since we've done this one, Paolo. And I think Makate, oh. I think Makate, who is a sister act two has a 17 one one star bud. Sister Act Two. Makate, is one I wanna star. I know that one you're light I know that you're light in love, bud, but every now and then what we like to do get some poison out. Is uh, we like to get a little poison out. And what we do is we write uh uh Angry. We, we, we we voice. We we put it out there into the ether so that maybe we can come back and get a transcript of it or something. But we write sternly worded uh emails back to uh reviewers on movies, uh especially movies that were like came out in like nineteen ninety three four somewhere in there so um because prime, because look prime, we, we loved them people can learn from their mistakes but they got to know that they're mistakes first and so that, that's what I was a lot about of earlier. times that's the whole deal. that's what we're that's how we're trying to hold okay. the cannabis industry uh, accountable accountable is you just got we're doing it exactly the same way as anybody that panned some of our favorite movies so this started with the goofy movie and i got to tell you the way that they talked about goofy really got uh and Steve and Stephen Mai's uh, crawl a little bit. I don't uh, like that because, like Steve said, and Steve said, I still think about the way that Steve looked at me and the tone of his voice when he said he was a good dad. <laughs> he was because he was a good. dad. <laughs> he was a good. He was dad. a good dad. And the way that he said that that day, I was like, he was a good dad. <laughs> and I will defend this fucking my champion. Goofy's my champion. Yes. When it comes to being a dad, Max yeah. Max was just, you know. What's wrong with you, Max? He's a, I get he's it. He's a, whatever. Angsty teenager. Yeah. I get it. But he wanted man, to be power one, day, line. one day, Max, you're going to realize just how great of a pop you have. Your dad's power line. Your dad is Your dad cooler is power than power line. line. I found that out a couple years ago. I, I went home to my kids a couple years ago after going to see. Lenny Kravitz was on my Mount Rushmore cool. <laughs> I went like, there and I go, oh man, all of my friends are cooler than Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> oh no! And so I go home to my kid, to, to to my kids, and my kids are like to me oh, and their mom, like, oh, how was the concert? And I go, I just want you to know something, guys. Your folks are cooler than Lenny Kravitz, and that probably doesn't mean much to you. <laughs> They're like, yeah. But Lenny okay. Kravitz was on the Mount Rushmore of cool for all of us for a long time, and now we're cooler than him. 
That's why I feel about Goofy. Sister Act 2, <laughs> Back in the Habit. Are we cooler than Whoopi, though? Uh, yes, now, because Whoopi, I watched a Dude. clip that was top 10 celebrities farting. Fart? <laughs> she, she blew them she out. She ripped two of them. She ripped two farts. Okay, this is why it's important. That's pretty cool. This is what's great about... Uh, Live on the view. I think too. we were supposed to talk about inspiration today, but... Yeah, perspiration, that's well, what I thought. Yeah, we are, aren't we? Yeah, we are. We are because because there, you know, one like... thing that Whoopi uh, did in both of these movies, one thing that Whoopi did in both of these movies was inspire greatness out of out of people that didn't it's, believe in themselves vocally. It's true. She she saw she saw the uh, she saw the seed of possibility. Yes. And nurtured it. It was inspirational to me because I got to see how when Whoopi Goldberg went into when Sister uh, Dolores. Went into the bar just to get away from. Was there Saint Dolores? Well, that's the thing. Yeah, is it? You're watching Whoopi. You You forget. You're watching Dolores Saint Cartier, and actually, you don't. don't, Their Whoopi is gone at that point. Bette Mittler. Our Lady of Sorrows was a Dolores. Bette Mittler was supposed to be the lead role in this film. Mm -hmm. She backed out. In comes Whoopi. The reason Whoopi picks the role, she always wanted to play a character named Dolores. Wow. Really? What a mistake that Mittler made. No doubt. It's pretty much like Hulk Hogan passing up on the George Foreman grill. Well, I mean, he didn't pass it way. up. He, they took a message. Oh, no. They asked him which one he wanted, didn't they? Yep. They had an option for him. He chose one. I mean, he turned down a billion-dollar deal. They're like, do you want a grill or a? He's still sound. Do you want a grill or a Floby? I'll uh, take the Floby. You're really. Uh, and then, he the... cut, then he cut. What's his face's hair with it? <laughs> <laughs> he cut Randall Williams' hair with it. Okay, listen. One thing I like about Rotten Tomatoes is a lot of times the audience can redeem uh, a, a movie or at least its score, uh, and so they 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 separate them. So, um, just to let's just get right out into the open here. Real uh, quick before you start, that, sure. When they went to the bar to talk to those people and then the two sisters follow her in there and they end up having a great time with all the savages in the neighborhood uh-huh. and that was a big moment for me because you know <laughs> that's what jesus would have done i um I Whoopi is very christ-like in it wwwd what would, what would Whoopi, Whoopi do? do that's yeah. how i'm i'm that's how i'm gonna live my life from now on what would what would sister Dolores so just to <laughs> Because Whoopi was in Jumpin' Jack Flash, and that was just a mistake for everyone involved. Do you think anyone else is enjoying this conversation as much as we are? Oh, they are. Believe me, Mark. If you start asking yourself questions like that, you know you're on the right track. That's right. (laughs) So, just to, I just want to, I just want to uh, just set a bar here with. Oh, hold on! I'm I'm actually getting another call. That should be funny. Of course. Oh. Um. No, no, you just have we'll to call, call him back. No, we'll keep. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Don't Who worry, is it? Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll. He can call me. Kid that sings so happy day. It is all right. It is. I'm gonna f- find out the, what that guy. All is right, mean. little, uh, little Jimmy Roberts, you're on the line. Uh, hey guys, uh, time's been pretty tough for me, uh, but I will regale you with uh, a tune from the old days. Oh, happy day. Happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy, oh, happy day. day. 
When Jesus was, when Jesus was, when Jesus was, when Jesus was, not bad, dude, not bad. Wow. Even by sequel standards, wow. a minimal amount of creativity what? has gone into Sister what? Act 2. And not even the talents of its cast, including several likable young people, can compensate for this thrown together feeling. That, if you uh, want to send emails, uh, if you have anything to say about that review, that is Kenneth Turan from the Los Angeles Times. Right, really man, coming out. Okay. Email them directly. Sometimes, oh, yeah. sometimes we do. Yes, they, a lot of times on uh, a lot of times on Rotten Tomatoes, it'll give you a link to their newspaper article, yep. which usually has a contact. And every now and then. We just like to let them know that maybe maybe they missed. Maybe they just missed a little bit. I, maybe they just missed on it. You know, you know 20, 20 years ago, you missed on that one. You, you missed on it. Uh, Michael Wilmington, Michael Wilmington uh, from the Chicago Tribune says, why Whoopi took up the habit here is a mystery unless she's tired of this part and wants to make sure there won't be any more sister acts. You want, write, you want to write that guy? Hang on, because we're just getting started. We're just getting started. He rated it 0. .5 out of 4. .5? What's this guy? Michael doing? Wilmington is a sad man. He's a sad man. I'm sorry you're fucking Dude, listen. If for any, listen, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. The movie gets a 2 if you clip the entire thing down uh, to just Lauren Hill singing the Sparrow song with old girl. In the in, at the piano, flip it down to old happy day. Do that. You can pick five different moments five. that are absolute. <laughs> I told you, sonic real. landscapes. Like I, I say this, I say this very passionately. They, they, that music in that movie moved me like no other. Hans Zimmer hasn't tickled my 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 Tickle. my, my, my tuning fork the way that Sister Act Two has. You know. <laughs> While the kids may sing a storm, when at last they get down to mixing Beethoven, gospel and rap, in the good, clean, fun department, this is monumentally weak and derivative. Okay, okay. <laughs> Angie, here's the deal, Angie. Here's the deal, I'll Angie. meet you anywhere you want and fight you to the death. Because you're monumentally weak. Monuments are notoriously strong. So for you to use that, I get it, it works, but... You're you're, you're weak wrong. for not understanding yeah. what a gem this movie is An for the gem. hearts and minds of people in Agreed. the moment of of nineteen ninety. Oh sure, yeah. Just pick a year. It's 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 around. Oh. What year? What year? Derivative? You Were you just waiting on that one? Was that your word of the day? You're like, yeah, I'm going to use that in a review today. <laughs> <laughs> um. That's in all the critics' handbook. Derivative. 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 Brian Lowry from Variety Magazine, Makate, says, two trips to the convent is one too many. Nope. <clears throat> don't, tell, don't tell me that, Craig. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Rosenbaum, who honestly, I, I, look, I don't like to, I'm not chipping on anybody's physical appearance, but in order to give this character shape, uh, looks like Anton Segur or whatever in oh, the, cool. in the uh, was like it No Country for Old Men. Yeah. But, like, when he's, like, 100. Oh, uh, I hope what they all got paid made it worth the bother. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? Uh, the bother of 
I'll tell you what. Uh, it, when when I think about hard hitting journalism, I look to the uh, the newspaper, the Hartford Courant. <laughs> The oh, yeah, Hartford Courant. Uh, I usually get most of my scathing reviews. Makate, are you familiar with the Hartford Courant? Well, that's, is there, I, I didn't know, are there other news sources? There's that and Fox, right? <laughs> yes, those are the, well, those are the two main ones. And, and honestly, Fox at this point. <laughs> I've never compared, heard of yeah, that. Yeah, compared to the Hartford Courant, not really, we're not really Wasn't comparing apples and oranges. Married with Children was on uh, the But I'll day. tell you this, Malcolm Johnson, who writes a, Malcolm <laughs> Johnson, who writes a, a column for the Hartford Courant says, it drags, <laughs> drags by minute by painful minute as Whoopi Goldberg and a strong supporting cast strive in vain to recapture the breezy energy of the original. Let's write an email to this guy. That's the one. Oh, Quentin Curtis. He's going to keep it short and sweet. Absolutely dreadful. (laughs) Independent on Sunday. That's a that's a Brit. That's a Brit. No, no. If it's not a Brit, it's the most pretentious American, you know, I'm going to talk to Malcolm Johnson right now. (laughs) Drags on minute by painful minute. That's interesting because I'm probably going to capture you in the night somehow. (laughs) Okay. In a full habit. Me and my friends in full Whoopi Goldberg habits. Yes. Maybe Ted Danson version of Whoopi Gold. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. I don't even think No, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't even joke about it now. Whoopi Goldberg and Ted Danson doing that thing. Didn't they do a whole thing? Oh, Ted got me all boned up with Oh, okay. Um, that's, yeah, that's ridiculous. I don't know what, I, I just remember being a kid, remember being like, that was a big deal. I need to pay attention to that. We're not going there. Listen, we dress up as, as nuns and we go. To this guy's house. Okay. Capture him in Hartford. the Hartford. So is that what, Connecticut? Yes. Okay. We go there. We get him. Okay. And he says, we show him. He said, you wrote this, right? Okay. And then I say, uh, you know how you said uh, minute by painful minute? You thought watching Sister Act 2 was a painful minute? Yeah. And I say, look at my guys here. And you have a whole kit that you unveil. And Craig has a whole kit of just like, like torture devices, yes. except what it is. is okay. It's a DVDs no, 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 no. of only sister act two. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, to blow oh, your that tongue. Was good. That was, that was better. Than I, <clears throat> I, I was going to say Magate has one. That's like a scalpel. And all these different, and this one's not going to be as good. You nailed it already. And it's like all these weird things. And like, at the end, it's his guitar. It's a pine cone. And, uh, and then yours. And, and then yours is just a series of rubber fists just increasing and, 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 in size. And one. Until one. And one jar. One, and one jar. <laughs> yes. And your, your unraveling of your fist, it starts at like, you know, little. Sure. Little bit Naturally. smaller, woman's fist, man's fist, men's large fist, until you have like until a Burt Reynolds, ha- <laughs> like a Burt Reynolds hat when he was on uh, uh, Jeopardy. <laughs> like yeah, Turn Ferguson, yes, yes, but that's a big a, cowboy hat. A rubber fist <laughs> that's as, as like four foot long, okay, and three foot wide, okay, and 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 also a copy of Sister Act. <laughs> yeah, <that's- laughs> Makate, what did you sign yourself up for, bud? Because yeah, you're having fun today. I'm just along for the ride today, guys. I'm here to listen. Uh, the, the main character today, name, uh, the main character in Sister Act One Two, uh, was changed after Bette Midler's departure from the project. 
Uh, was that like a respect thing? The, or? the original name was Terry, and that's when she changed it to Dolores, and then that's yeah. why uh, Whoopi was like, I, I've always wanted to play someone named Dolores. Do you remember the Dolores joke on... Uh, nope. Dolores Seinfeld? Van Cartier was based on a real-life Hollywood movie star, songstress, and dancer, Mother Dolores Hart. Was best known for her roles in King King Creole. You've seen King Creole. How was that movie? You're talking to me? <laughs> yeah. Well, I just know you did a whole review on it. We're on Rotten Tomatoes right now, and it says Makate's thirty percent review of King Creole. <laughs> <laughs> it's three pages long. Dude, I'll uh, tell you what. What's well, that's a different Makate. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. No, listen, My bad. Uh, one of one. The thing is, is as you get to the more uh, the bigger and more affluent papers, it almost seems as though the reviews get meaner, as if they're like really? addressing like a mob. Like there's just an angry mob <laughs> in Chicago. The Chicago. And, there's they're out in the streets. And beloved film critic uh, Roger e, Roger Ebert. May he rest in peace. Um, but you can still write his estate if you if you uh, take up uh, take up any issue with this. This is another one of those dreary retreads about a bunch of kids with no faith in themselves, and about how an inspiring teacher coaches them into the state finals, where they upset the snobs from the rich school. What? Tell me what's wrong with that, Raj? <laughs> seems what? like a, it seems they like a feel a good story. Well, Hoosiers is an Oscar winner, but Sister Act Two can't be in the same conversation. Well, Hoosiers was the first people to ever do that, ever Come tell on. that story. This shoddiest of sequels should be the last act for these sorry sisters. How dare you talk about nuns like that? Have some respect. That's uh, Joe Brown from the Wapo Washington Post. For those not in the know, wow. Uh, Rita Kempley, also from the Washington Post. Washington Post. Uh, it appears employed maybe three, four different people to review this movie. Uh, and Rita Kempley said, shamelessly contrived pap. Ooh. Whoopi Goldberg was very unhappy making Sister Act 2. Uh, oh, Sister Act 1. And made the sequel only after Disney decided to finance her dream project. Can anyone name it? Can anyone name it? You're right. Serafina. So she used it to leverage Seraphina. <laughs> she leveraged Good Seraphina. for her. And no, no, no. <laughs> we no. about to have a hoot, nanny boy. Yeah, boy. Blowing the mics out there, bub. Uh, okay. Well, that was that was kind of fun. There wasn't anybody that was too mean. The famed high note performed by Ryan Toby. Yeah, that's the all happy day kid during Oh Happy Day is an is an E natural high. Nice. Good job, guys. Good job. You 
Nobody's still watching this. There's no way. <clears throat> yeah, you got it. You got it. You got it too, buddy. You, yeah, we could both. I'll be Ryan. You be Toby. Okay. Ooh. What's his middle name? Because that's what I'm going to be. Let's bring Ryan Toby with us. Okay. Ryan Toby, what's he doing nowadays? Here he is. <laughs> uh... I mean, come on. He certainly, after hitting a note like that, he, like, went on to become, like, I don't know, Omarion or something. Like, somebody that, like, had some real pop success. I mean, the guy had. Oh, well, he's a producer, man. He's a producer. Hey, uh, Father uh, Wolfgang Thomas Gottschalk, who is a famous German television host, appeared as a consequence of of Whoopi Goldberg losing a bet. In Thomas's game show in 1981. That's how he got in the movie. Cool. Oh, he was a Nigerian. Guy. He's the guy with the floppy. Well, Amal was. Yeah, uh, Ryan Toby was. But look up Thomas Gottschalk. He was the Father guy with Wolf the floppy hat, right? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it tonight. You're in for a treat, pal. I I, I cannot wait. It's just all star cast. It is an all star cast. So her name is Sister Mary Clarence in the second one. Her name is Sister Dolores Catherine in the first one. Well, it changed her name? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, I did not know that. I actually, you know, I, as much as I watched that movie, I don't think I picked it up. I didn't watch the first one a bunch. I what was the I name of her lounge act? Do you remember? <clears throat> no, I don't. Follow Ryan Toby on Instagram. Hey, do you guys? Hey, uh, do you guys rem- know the name of their lounge? I mean, this is a pretty hard question. I don't think you'll get it if you know the name of their lounge. Oh, I think it was uh, the Ronells. Nail! Oh my God, dude! Whoa! Damn, Makate, where did you know that? I, I don't know anything, man. I, Damn, Craig knows I'm some humble. stuff, dude. I'm what? Humble, ex- <laughs> I'm humble. <laughs> I'm so humbled. I'm so humble. I'm grateful for you, Paolo. Oh, here's a here's a big thing people are upset about with Sister Act Two. Oh, God. When <laughs> going. I just can't believe that this movie has negatively affected so many people because it had such a positive influence. Well, on we're my gonna childhood. be in, which is funny because this is kind of an inception thing. This is only part one of talking about. Sister Act 2. Yeah, part two, two we're talking about, about Sister Act, Act 1. No. In part two, I'll have watched Sister Act 2. Oh, then we can so plan, part, break it but down. But part three no doubt. will be more about Sister Act 1. Yeah. If I had I mean, <laughs> yeah, naturally. Yeah. Um, here's the big deal when people are all in social media land just up in arms about. Uh, when Rita, Lauren Hill's mother, Florence is telling her that she can no longer be in choir. She is technically contradicting herself as the music class is required as part of the curriculum. Therefore, Rita mm-hmm. must take choir to graduate. And the mom wants her to graduate, but she's banning her from choir. I liked Rita. So I'm just going to throw that out there that there's about 100 million uh, down likes down votes on reddit a hundred million <laughs> <laughs> no i made that up 
Dude, Jennifer Love Hewitt is in it. Remember? I forgot that. Dude, his She's eye is the on back. the sparrow. Oh. His eye is on the sparrow will still raise the hair on your arms. Do when... you want to make a bet? Let's have a bet. Okay. Let's have a bet. After You're going to get it. You're going to weep tonight. You just wait, pal. When released in theaters, She's got the music in her, this man. movie was preceded a week earlier by the opening of uh, um, mo- movie Lion King. Oh, we'll see. Okay. You did a great vi- version of the, <laughs> of that uh, Elton John classic. You did a great job of that uh, Earl uh, Jones. What's his name? Earl Ray James. James, James Earl Ray. No, no James, Earl, Earl, James Earl Jones. Yeah. <laughs> that famous scene when Simba finds out it was his father. Yeah. Yes. Even uh, Water in all movies, like, who's his father, you know? And it, it was uh, Darth Earl Vader. Jones. Sister Act 2. Darth Vader was his father. Mufasa Vader. <laughs> I, I was so blown away when I finally figured out in that movie. Who's James Earl Ray. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, he got it wrong. He, 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 oh, no. He's just throwing wrong names oh, out there. No. Uh, straight up, though, I oh, did have a, fuck. I had a crush on, uh, like a weird crush on that Maria girl from Sister Act 2. <laughs> Which one? Here. Uh, Maria, Sister <laughs> no, Act 2. Oh, I did. I don't know why. I was into her, man. I liked the little sheepish nun from Sister Act 1. Is she not in the second one? Nope. Yes, she is. is. She? Oh, yes, yeah, she is. Heck oh. yes, she is. She doesn't sing her own parts, and a lot of this people chick. were upset about that. This chick. I don't know why. I oh, just into her. She lo- She reminded me of the chick. Uh, I just like how Whoopi's so close. Yeah, to Alana her. Ubach, exactly. Like I, 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 I liked was, her because Jennifer Love Hewitt. Was she the chick who was the the on the show Beekman's World? Uh Doesn't yes. She kind of looked like her. It is her. It is her. It is her, bud. I did have a weird sure. thing Al- for her. Let's see. Alana Ubach. Because I love Beekman. I'm, I am the man I am today. Because <laughs> She's of also Be- like in League because of Beek- maybe. Beekman's World. Because of Beekman's World? No shit. What's Beekman Explain up to? Explain to me how Beekman uh, shaped you as a... Oh. Jeez. What's up? Um, what's up? What's up with? Did you just say what's up what's to up, a chick's picture? What's your, up? You can't even control yourself. I can't, bud. That much that you, you saw a picture Shoot. of a high girl. What's up? And you had to say something. Try to holler at you. Did he respond? Yes. She can't hear him. Like a She can't hear him. It's just a picture. Shoot. She was That's Gina cool. on Party of Five. <laughs> that is cool. What was it, Beekman's World? Cool. Yeah, dude. That was a chick from Beekman's really World, Josie. Yeah. yeah, I thought she was pretty. Yeah. She's she just always different like, looking. Hey. She was a nerd. Hey, I'm, she was I, spazzy. She was yeah. spastic. Oh, what am I going to do? Hey. And I like that. I did, too, a little bit. <laughs> I like that. I get I like it. A That's... little in your back. A little Maybe. <laughs> Maybe maybe that's the void you fill for me. Uh, is that that Alana Ubeck, uh energy, that Josie from Beekman's World energy that I missed so much Thank as a you. kid? Hey guys. Yeah. I want you. To, I want you. I just gotta we need to focus. No, we don't. Ready? I have something to say. Listen. Okay, you guys, relax. Okay, take a deep breath. Be fine. Don't worry. You got that? Yep. You ready? 
Ready? Yep. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus won. Is that not the most beautiful thing ever? Are you just going to fucking make, when, me? When she, ta- when she points next to her feet and makes him stand next to her, then just that assertive uh, energy and Whoopi puts him right there and, and she's like, you're going to have to do better than that. And he's all like, you're going to have to do better than that. She holds people accountable, accountable. and gets the best. And out really, of that's re- I, I know we talked about inspiration and while there is bountiful inspiration and in what Whoopi did for so many meek teachers, uh, are inspiration. Uh, you know, there, there's also something to be said about uh, just commanding respect through song. We do it every day. Oh, yeah, sure. People every look at single us day. They go, They're like, yeah, you know what? Wow. Those guys. Wow. The, the music that they put into this world. I got the music in me. I got, I got the music, music in me. me. Yeah. You guys, you know what's kind of funny? What's that, pal? So, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Uh-huh. I, I have this little motto that I live by, one of one of many. You know, people talk about preaching to the preaching to the choir. Yeah, man. Well, you know, I think we all kind of do that. But what I like to say is, I'm not preaching to the choir. I'm keeping the choir inspired. Yes. Because we gotta we gotta keep each other. And then I was like, I wrote that in my little notebook. So I'm like, oh, I want to mention that. And then I go on the show. And you guys are talking about Sister Act. I'm like, shit, talk about keeping the choir inspired. Talk you goes, fucking man. kidding me right now, man? You're already on it. You guys are already on it. I've been Never seeing a, a lot of connections like that lately. <clears throat> like, even today I was feeling shitty coming in here because I fucking overslept. But then, it's so weird. I <sighs> it sounds crazy talking about it, guys. Um. Coach Coach says if we had a camera under the table, it's we could see this. Oh, gross. Um, that's so gross. <laughs> but <laughs> I wanted to see my spirit animal, guys. I'm talking about that right now. What is your spirit animal? Great blue heron? Yeah. Well, like, I didn't, I don't, you know me, I was like, I'll buy in. And I guess, I mean, I'm okay. Yeah, whatever. dude, buy in, brother. So it was when I was going through some meditation. It's fun. So I was going through some meditation, actually. Some, you know, when you get into a nice little rhythm, we're a like, great oh, blue yeah, heron yeah. meditation. I'm not being no, facetious. No, no, just, okay. to, <clears throat> just I when I meditate, it's just me turning my brain. Empty off. your brain. That's I'm, I'm the same way. I'm just an emptier. I'm the same way. And then just to see what crawls in it. And then I guided meditation is hard for me, which makes me, which difficult. makes me reading a guided meditation like three, four days a week, a little, you know, strange. Your last one was great. You guys are empty the mind kind of meditators. Empty the mind kind of meditators. I'm really. Can you just shut it off? Because I can just shut it off. I can't. I don't. I don't have like those. I can pay attention to my breath. So I guess I don't shut it fully off. I'm just in. That's what. That's good. That's hard for me to do. In air, out air, and it's just. I mean, I can. You can always get back to the breath in any situation. I'm always. Uh, thinking of different things. Obviously, I'm fucking a spaz, but it's real right. easy for me to be like, "Oh yeah, you thought of that? That's weird." Okay, breath. Right. And then breath. Well, Eckhart, Eckhart Tolle says, "You know, it's not how long you can stay in presence; it's how many how how many times you can bring yourself back." Yeah. To 
we're not we're human and we're not just going to be i mean maybe until the day we are we're not just going to be there all the time but it's the constant remembering to come back remember 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 that that's the i've been thinking a lot about that lately actually and yeah i had a whole deal with the great blue heron but it's kind of a whatever thing did you yeah, with just seeing it, like I saw one four out of five days and saw one in my dream, and now I have a tendency to oh. see one, like when I'm feeling shitty, I'll randomly see one, and I'm like, well, that's just fucking weird. Like, that whole deal is just kind of a, a, a weird it thing. It is. Uh, uh, hit me with the Eckhart Tolle quote one more time. Uh, I don't know word for word, but essentially what he's saying is, you know, he's talking about presence. You know, that's his thing. And he's saying it's not its not how long you can stay in presence. It's how many times and how often you can bring yourself back. That's, that's the, that's getting yourself to that point seems, and whatever that point is for you, uh, you know, some people call it enlightenment. Some people call it just a state of being happy, like, Whatever that is, sometimes that seems insurmountable. So the thought of doing something insurmountable, uh, you don't think of it as climbing the mountain. You know, like you don't have to climb the mountain every time. It's not insurmountable to get to that space every time. It's not different mountain peaks all over the world. It's more like learning a craft to where if you can get good at going to that space, it's your craft. Now... When you want to play a D chord and you've played the D chord a fucking thousand times, you're like, oh, pretty fucking simple to get back there. So I think yeah. a lot of the blockages that personally I had was like, oh, well, it's hard to get to that fucking mountaintop over and over and over again. But it's like, no, don't think of it like that because a lot of what you're thinking is going to guide you when we're talking about this kind of stuff in your life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And and life's not life's not about the destination. It's about that band journey. Yeah, I dig it. We should have been gone. No win how? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I fucking dude. Steve Perry fucking gets me juiced. Juice time for Craig. Juicy, juicy juice time. Okay. Steve, I I was saying the other day. I feel like every lesson of life. I can say in some sort of mountain metaphor and you just, you just said it right there. And it's like, yeah, look at that mountain, you know? And it's like, Holy shit, that thing is huge. Yeah. How am I going to get up there? The only way is like one step at a time. Well, you should invest in a jet pack, pal. Yeah. Come on. What are you doing? Cause (laughs) it's a lot faster. (laughs) You ever heard of e-hiking? No, is that like, do you ride like a scooter? Do you have like little robot legs that carry you no, up? No, it's like VR. It's like VR hiking. That's uh, uh, I don't know. Like people uh, are into like this uh, Peloton craze and like the the, yeah, the rowing it? one, you know. it's Well, first off, it's like an exercise bike that you pay monthly to have like yeah, different trails and things that on the it. screen, which is interesting to me. Um, it's just a screen though. Yeah, essentially. I mean, in front of you, yeah. I, I mean, they have workouts tied into it, and they, okay, they yeah, they give you, you a whole deal. It's a whole thing, but I mean, uh, they blew up with the COVID shit. Oh, dude, but they um, blew up. Unreal, unreal, Bob. Okay, I don't know what so I'm going with that. <laughs> Just the fact that like people, people are like, you know, that like that is a huge thing. Like rather than, <clears throat> I don't know, 
I mean, everybody's probably 10, 20 minutes from, I guess maybe I take for granted how close we are to nature, even when we're in the city in Missouri. You know what I mean? But, like, I think that's pretty much the case no matter where you're at. You're Everybody's a half-hour drive to being, you know, we're living, We're living in the time where the movie portion of, of, of our life, where we've seen the story a hundred times of there's going to be people who are fully locked in digital. Yeah, man. Who have no problem experiencing everything on Earth through these VR glasses. Yeah. And I you're think, going to have these tribal people out there who are like, no, you got to go out and actually feel the water. Oh, yeah. And they're like, no, bud, you can just blast this thing that into was your like dome. The, uh, wasn't that like a oh, plot Oh, yeah. We've seen the movie. That's what I, I Transcendence and then also like one of the, the surrogate. The, Surrogate was, was kind of like that too, where you just went into the different body. Yeah, the different body went into the. Well, world. even like, but like having like the what was the West Tom world? Hanks Da Vinci Code, right? Like the I think it was the second or the third one. There was like there was this group of people that were anti tech, and they were like these. See, uh, I, I thought I saw all three of them, but I think I maybe just watched the same one three times, and I'm not quite sure. They're a little. They're all a little different, I suppose. That's kind of cool. weird. I, I like those. I, I like the National Treasure Da Vinci Code oh, type yeah, movies where it like that. leads to yeah. the next. Oh, no. What's going to happen? What's the next clue, oh, yeah. man? Yeah. Yeah. You're so stupid. I'm a dork. <laughs> I'm a dork. Uh, Will O'Donnell's in the house. No, he's Where's not. Where's a jaw harp when you need it? You have one right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right here. Hey, Craig. Yes, sir. Craig, where do you get your inspiration from? My jaw harp recently. Look at him trying to lead the so I'm cute. A... <laughs> He's trying to like get us back on track. Where do I get my inspiration from? Hmm. Steve, I only did that because I know you love when I kind of take the reins. I appreciate it. Oh, I don't think I don't know who you are. You fucking slide in here like uh like a a slipping uh, like someone on like someone like who's someone been on... all soaked up on a slipping side. Where do I get my inspiration from? Uh slipping slides. Slipping slides. That's a weird. That's a. I don't. Why? Why? I don't know why I've never really sat with that. Um, what I'm inspired by, like, I feel like. I mean, it's so. It's kind of cliche, but I'm inspired by our community a lot. Like when I, yeah. when I, uh, when I talk about, um, or when I try to give value to what we're doing. When I try and see value, I guess is the is the thing. Like Steve and I have these moments uh, of you know when we when we kind of assemble this all these this ever changing awesome group of people with like the same core and like it's really awesome to see new people come in and fit in right away and and like bring something that you can't believe was missing because it all feels so whole every time we're together and then someone comes in with a new talent or a new personality and you're like holy yeah. shit what was my life like before i knew you so i'm inspired by by like growing uh a our community in a way that like is always showing me like just, I don't know how fucking awesome people can be because, and I, I mean, I, yeah, I'm inspired by, you know, um, I'm inspired by my wife, big time. I'm inspired by Steve. Steve's always creating. I got people around me that are creating. I've picked up more instruments, uh, in the last two weeks than I have in my entire life. I've just tinkered with and you're, you're, if someone would have helped you, 
Oh, dude! Time ago. If You're they would have so never natural. put me in Catholic like, school, like where they, where people actually cared about the arts and had budgets for like <laughs> art programs, or put me could, like in a real Catholic somebody. school where like yeah, you know, they had money. yeah, where they had enough money to Try where again. we had like cellos yeah. and shit, yep. um, you know? Because I remember my kid was in like the Rockwood school district, third grade. They got violins. Yeah. I got like, used one from the school district. Is going guitar. on here? But honestly, in the last few days, just being around creative people is inspiration. When COVID first hit, Steve and I, Steve would send me a song. And then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck, I'm gonna write a song. I'm gonna yeah. figure out. Then Missy wrote a song. Yeah. And, and like, uh, next thing Jenny you know, and I wrote yeah. a song. And then you guys wrote Leo Shaboom and Lacey Finelli wrote a song. Like, <laughs> it, it was, it was awesome. It was like we were finally kind of given time to actually see what kind of moves us or make something. And and uh, that I don't, you know, I mean, I think things are kind of on the backside of that. Like, for all the things that people said was terrible about, about 2020, like. I was afforded some opportunities through 2020 and what it brought that I'm the, the daily grind and, and kind of working two full-time jobs hasn't afforded me. And that was like, to be like, well, what are you like really digging on? What do you want to dive into right now? I want to, I want to learn. I'm going to take that bass home and learn some bass scales just because it's fun, dude. We played a song yesterday and like, I don't even like seeing how juice Jason was and just how good it all came together. I've Dude, never, I mean, outside things. of playing like clarinet in high school band, right, which was just really me getting art credits, which is silly because I actually loved like sculpting and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I can sit last year at clarinet. Um, and like that was, the, outside of that, this was the only time like I've ever played in time with other people yeah. and created like, again, like a, a, a sonic soundscape, a landscape that like, you know, that that uh like i was a part of and got to feel a part of as i was making it that shit inspires me because what have i been doing all this time how how amazing is that feeling it's a great feeling and like like the most amazing thing in the world when you like lock into a group with other people uh especially like the like especially playing the bass too because you can kind of take some liberties (laughs) to just fit notes into the beat you know and it's super fun you're totally a bassist. I totally see that. Oh, he's such a fucking bassist. Dude, dude. It, it, I'm having some fun with it. Anyway, point is, is like... I think, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, and then another thing on top of that is like my kids, man. My my yeah. son, Trevor, when he comes in here and sees what we have in here, he wants to just tinker. He's signed up for music lessons lately. He wants to entertain, and letting him go is is it's crazy, you know, seeing like what my son is artistically creating. My son Landon's drawing and stuff. I'm like, dude, he's a better, fuck, he's a better artist than I am, which is great. Like I'm trying to cultivate that as much as, as possible. Those kind of things that maybe I lost contact with that I've slowly come back to. I've always liked to sing. I've always jumped in with people and sang or whatever, but to actually make music with (laughs) instruments in time with other people, that has been it's been a new thing in the last couple of weeks. It's got me like vibing on a different level. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And well, and you, I'll just say you guys both have great, great voices too. I mean, you guys were like, no joke. I mean, just even hearing you sing last week at the end of the show, I was like, damn, these guys, these guys are like really on key. You know? Thanks, awesome. man. What did we sing last week? Do you even remember? You sang, I think a Lumineers song. Oh, uh, it was, oh, it was Angela. Angela. Yeah, it was Angela. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, you guys, you've got it. And and I think it helps to have other people around. It's, it's a lot of what you In just a big said. Way. Are, I did write a few things down, just like, you know, I wrote down things like, 
friends and community because we do get so much inspiration from that from our friends right and like good friends will will inspire us and like see things in us too right also like someone might be like dude like you've got rhythm like harness that you know and like you need that from your friends and your community to to give you that little bit of encouragement everyone needs a little bit of encouragement you know if you're just alone you might not you know you might be like yeah i kind of like this thing but i'm not any good but you got someone there to like that's maybe a little further along on the journey than you are and they can be like yeah like keep going you're gonna get there no doubt oh it's it ties remarkably back into whoopee they really the the one nun who's really sheepish and shy Yes. Like it always reminds me of whenever we get the Hoosiers together and every fucking time there'll be someone there singing, belting it out by the end of it. I we just end up playing a song that they know on the guitar mm-hmm. and yeah. if I quiet myself, my favorite thing is to hear them singing and I'm like there you go. Let it it's fucking loose, man. It's the jam, like, dude. It's and the I jam. can feel that they're like, I would never expect I would be doing this, yep. but I'm doing this, and it feels good. Yep. And it's like, yeah, and that's you the deal. Realize, and realize in that moment that, like, I mean, I think you, you're good at seeing that. Maybe I'm even speaking to myself here on this as a reminder is that, like, what might seem like an insignificant moment for you, like, oh, cool, that person came along and they sang, you know, or whatever. That might actually be a huge moment in their life. Oh, dude, I've got the a story that they, goes with that. <laughs> yeah. The first time they, someone sang publicly. Oh, yeah. That, that can be, like, that could be the seed for, like, a massive thing in their life. You know, and it, no can, it can ripple out through all kinds. It's, it's really it can actually be a huge deal. So it's it is good to like actually not be always the loudest voice in the room and like give someone else that opportunity. I, uh, I have to remind myself of that a lot, you know. I've I've talked about it on the show before, but you're just talking about like what might seem like an insignificant moment could be, you know, pivotal for someone else. We were playing, and I've told the story on the show before. We were playing in the Our Lady of Sorrows like Christmas basketball tournament, CYC, right? And yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> it's us for St. Gabe's. And we're down by one. I'm probably the best free throw shooter on the team. I get fouled with no time. Probably. Left. Probably. <laughs> probably. Me, me Pro- or, probably. Me or uh, yeah, probably me. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably uh, me. Uh, I get fouled with no time left on the clock. We're down one. And this is, it was in the championship. Hard foul. Hard foul. It's fine. <laughs> I'm going to go fucking make these two buckets. We're going to win the game with no time left on the clock. First shot, clang. Fucking bricked it. I'm like, oh, fuck. So now the pressure's on me like never before. I at least got to sink <laughs> this one to go bed. to overtime. So I shit it. my pants so hard. <laughs> I couldn't have dumped more shit into my pants. <laughs> it was, there was full shit everywhere. It was a shit emergency. That goes, I knew I should have put him in a diaper. <laughs> I totally shat myself. So being, being the fucking dramatic... Uh, 12-year-old kid that I am. Fucking air ball. Yeah. No, I bricked. I had bricked, but I fucking dumped all the shit in my pants. And um, being the fucking dramatic 12-year-old that I am, like, days. this was the end of the world. 
I just sure. missed the biggest shot ever. I lost a I regular season game. And I, I collapsed at the free throw line. Everybody's fucking going crazy for St. Gabe's, which fuck oh, you, St. Gabe's. Oh, that's he lost. That was hard. It was a hard one for oh, me. Oh, I don't know if I can be your partner we, we Fuck, we're the only team that's ever even beat those fuckers. I just happened to I shit my pants the all the time, bud. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, I'm fucking, I, like, it's pandemonium. You know how, like, when it gets, people are all screaming yeah, at the gym. Teen wolf. Everybody's going nuts. I'm basically just hunched over on the ground, fucking teams walking off the court. Uh, my buddy's older brother, who just happened to come and support <laughs> us, he's like, whatever, he's five, six years older than us. He so gives you a kiss on the it, cheek. No, but he comes over and he fucking puts his hand, he puts his hand like, on my back. That was weird. He puts his hand on my back, gently runs it down my spine. Uh, no. <laughs> Come on, that's too Come much. On, that's why I said kiss on the cheek. I thought that was far enough. Uh, so he he's like, hey, kid, you know, get up. And and I remember like, <laughs> no, in, the, in, in that moment, he was the only person that even fucking knew that I existed. Your Everybody parents, my parents, you're fucking, celebrating. my parents were burning out. They're celebrating with, with the games. games. Yeah. <laughs> my parents were burning out of the parking lot. Couldn't fucking be associated with They're them. signing no. adoption papers so for the game winning point guard. Now, this is crazy. Years <laughs> later, uh, I'm sitting in a, in a medicine ceremony, and I, like, I start to tell this story. And the, the dude is sitting in... Uh, he's in this ceremony with me. The guy that my, the, my buddy's, real entity my buddy's older brother. Is... No, he is. Yeah, he, he's physically there. Okay. And uh, I'm telling this story, and I was like, you know, you probably don't remember this. And he's like, I fucking did that. And I'm uh, like, yeah, man, like you were like the light in a uh, a loud dark fucking place for me. Where like I was like you came over and like, and he was also like something that most 16, 17-year-old kids I don't think would do. Like, most of the ones yeah. that I know, they're, oh, you know, no. they're, they're, they're at their little brother's basketball game. Like, whatever. He went out of his way to come over and, like, hold space for me while I was fucking, you know, a massive failure. And, uh, <laughs> and so I'm sitting in this – I'm sitting in a medicine space 20 fucking years later, 23 years later, something like that. And uh, I tell him a story. He's like, I fucking did that? I'm like, yeah. And he's the dude that uh, introduced me to things I love. Right, so we were always playing. He goes, "Well, there's a fucking thing that you love, like just being something, living something, and not even knowing that, like you were on one day, on one particular day, you were the hero in someone's story, right? Like because yeah. there was a bunch of stories being told that day, and he's the real hero that day, actually. What's that? He's the real hero. Uh, for, he was he was for me. I don't know. In the, my the, story, one of the games forwards had 22 points, 10 rebounds. Yeah. Uh, five assists. Never got uh, called. Never got called for reach. Never, no, I mean, he was over the no, back on every no, play. It's weird no. how the refs just never, He's ever, a hero too. ever, He's a hero. ever blew the whistle on them. That's weird. Well, they did at the end of the game. Gave they you did. one. That's a weird thing to I say. I fucking go into the dude hard. Get it? <laughs> just shuffling his feet. I fucking took it to him. Put a little knee in the sternum. <laughs> in basketball. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Jesus Christ. As much as possible. I was trying to hurt people. I'm a bowling oh, ball okay. bud. Anyway. Yeah. Right. The little things. The point is, is yeah, the Damn little it. things. You let him, he's the, I was trying to get Craig. I was doing the shush symbol to him, see if you'd redirect the show. I wish you would. <laughs> oh, yeah. Missy did introduce us to things. I love her. She's right. Oh, she's going to say. I would never do that, Steve. What, what inspires you, buddy? 
inspires me, you guys. Jaw harp. Jaw harp. And you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were you guys have cut you guys have said a lot of it. I think that's I think you're you're pretty you're pretty spot on. I mean you know you know you know some of the things that inspire me. Obviously I'm inspired by the mountains. You know? Bush. Some of the little things. The mountains. Some of those little things. Mountains win again. I was thinking too all of the many inspirations that happen every day. <clears throat> Whether I'm listening to a song and I go, ooh, that was a good fucking riff right there. I wish yeah. I could do something like that. I'm going to do something like that. Or I see a scene in a movie where I just see a perfectly timed joke, and I'm like, oh, fuck, man, that's fucking awesome. I love that okay. shit. That's great. Yeah. An ad that catches me. I'm like, oh, that's fun. That's awesome. Like, My dad is probably the biggest inspiration for me just my whole life. Doing yeah. a whole whole thing. Oh, I'm just feeling my cut up face. Yeah. You're good. I just wanted to stroke my goatee. You reminded me that. I had yeah, a you got to go, dude. Steve, yeah. how do you think of Steve's goatee, Makate? Oh, oh, I got to, I got to get back to the screen. I haven't even seen it. Well, take your hat off too. Let him, let him fucking, let him get it, bud. Check this yeah. out. Let him get it. That's inspiring. You see it? Uh. Yeah, it's inspiring. <laughs> um, you guys know what inspires? You kind of look like Vladimir Lenin. I actually thought that a little bit. You look if you grew the point of your goat out a little bit, you would be Vladdy Lennon, bud. No, I <laughs> I actually fucking thought that. <laughs> I am the walrus. I am the walrus. I look, I look good and I feel good most importantly. All the many inspirations that come throughout the day, um, just being around Jason, being around Craig for real. But <clears throat> honestly, my my dad's my biggest inspiration just when it comes to sports, anything like that. My mom and my grandma are huge inspirations when it comes to just how to fucking treat people. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I know you said us, but, I mean, thinking about it last night, being able to see you play guitar and i remember mike o'shea could play guitar really well when we were yeah, like in high yeah. school he, uh, he did he was he was the best guitarist i knew i was like how does someone who's this my, our buddy mike o'shea okay um and i mean he was one of the fucking you know not to fucking uh, stereotype anybody but i kind of he was like a west coast kid they kind of had their own things going on i remember spending the night at his house and i'm like dude your basement is limitless like it was always kind of interesting going to cbc from where i came from sure. kind of seeing, seeing the, the opulence the, the, i was the like oh life. shit dude that's how kickapoo was and like, then they thought they were poor compared to some of the friends that they hung out with they're like oh my house is yeah. a piece of shit compared to his yeah, and i'm like, like no really it's it not. is <laughs> i haven't seen you in a day in your basement we've just both been in the basement like this is <laughs> my fucking ba- my basement was filled with old couches and dogs uh, totally. Yeah, mine was a half unfinished, half finished. I mean, I did all right, whatever. But you know, moving on up. The the but I knew he he could play the guitar real well. Had lessons and fucking. I remember played classically. Was in like maybe the band, but was always kind of. He was cool. You know, he was real cool about it. Was like, oh yeah, whatever. I can do this. This is like the John Mayer era and shit. Dude, well, I knew one person that played instruments when I when I went to St. Mary's. My kick was a little different, but I went to visit him at Loyola. He was in Chicago. There's a Loyola. Yeah, in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, that's where Loyola is. Um, and he, Jesuit school. Yeah, and it was a real cool neighborhood. I think the uh, God, what's that neighborhood called? Like, kind of where the Cosby's, like, like not Wrigleyville, but ah, damn, it, I'll think of it. Um, so, but real cool neighborhood, Lincoln Park, Lincoln Park. 
So real cool looking it houses. With yeah, how did thing. I know? I don't know why. No, it's actually uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper, uh, <laughs> Bill. Um, so uh, what neighborhood you live in? Uh, Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. Land. Biscuit Land. The show's almost over. Don't worry. Yeah, guys. we're 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 dragging. <laughs> we're shows over. Okay. Don't one. worry, guys. Hard so one. I go visit him, and he can play the guitar like nobody's business. Anywho, okay. He could hear a song and just do it. And I remember we were with these chicks, and they're like, "Can you play this song?" He's like, "Never heard it." They're like, "Okay, I'll play it on the radio because we still had to like download it on LimeWire, and then five minutes we'll listen to it." This is like oh three, so he does it. He listens to it and plays it. And I was like, oh, God. And I saw the girls melt into puddles in front of them. So it was all about the girls for you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so, no, that really, that was an inspiration to learn the guitar. No shit. Just because my dad was and There like, was a gal, too, right? That you, you, Like an aunt or like a friend of your folks? That used to play around the campfire or something that also? Oh, no, no, no. She um, was, she would get me hopped up on helium as a kid. And I would grab the guitar <laughs> and play in front of us, my cousin in Chicago, too. Okay. I would play and I'd be like, oh, hey, guys. And they'd be like, this is hilarious. And I was like, got it. Still got it, bud. Still got Still it. Fucking got it. Still got it. Uh, I mean, did that at like five years old. Got a hell of a head uh, rush. I'd sleep for hours after that, too. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I'd sing a whole set, like an hour and a half set. On the One day she messes up and it's nitrous. <laughs> You're like, whoa. Uh, yeah, we would do back and forth. Thing. I had high songs, low songs. Yeah. We didn't have the technology. Yeah, sure. Naturally. Yeah, you didn't have voice decoders. Um, my dad's buddy, who passed away, he played around the campfire one time, and that's when I I remembered the lyrics as a kid. They were like, what, were, what are the lyrics? You know how we get sometimes where sure. they didn't have a fucking phone? Yeah, sure. So they're like, and I was like, oh, look at this. And they're like, oh, George's son George's knows boy knows it. Yeah. Look at George's yeah. boy sing. And he's like, he looked at me and like, like, yeah, it's my go, dude. kid. And my dad was always, you know, if he, I feel like if he could have got changed, we'd always have the debate, would you rather be a pitcher for the Cardinals, shortstop for the Cardinals, or a, or a rock star? Rock star. And I could always tell my dad's like, he loved sports, but man, that rock star life. Dude, I love sports too. I love sports too, but like like a a rock star though? Yeah, like a 70s rock star. Like that's a pretty good deal. Not to mention – uh, you know, royalties and things like that look a lot better for okay, rock stars. You greedy than they do. fucking bitch. Listen, you at this point, bitch. I'm 65. I'm wearing diapers. I want a couple billy in the bank, bud. <laughs> All right, I don't think it's too much to but ask. Your age has nothing to do with it because you've been wearing diapers since the St. Gabe's Correct. tournament. Correct. When, you when I man. shat all over my head, <laughs> I right shat. Um, but when I saw Makate doing his thing uh-huh. with the band. I was like, "Oh, that shit's like Levon possible. Helm and the and, and the and the like." No, with uh, Matt Hallelujah. <laughs> okay, um, so that was really to see people, because I'm uh, ultimately I I make these weird divides. If it's a person I don't really care for, them just like them, sure. and they would play the guitar and be like, "This fucking idiot." <laughs> So I'm pet, I'm petty like that, but like I really enjoy Makate. I love the dude so much, and seeing him go on his journey, I'm like, oh, soak me in this shit, man. Mm-hmm. So I realize I'm not too consistent on where I'm at, but also hatred <laughs> inspires me. So like when I 
<laughs> when I see shit that pisses me off, that can also inspire me. Like competition yeah. inspires yeah. me a lot. I'm still real petty when it comes to. I have a little Do you feel Michael like you Jordan get your best in me. case product out of that, though. I mean, I'm not as good in him and doing like anything, it. but like just to talk myself. Do you, up. do you feel like you you're you get like your best case product out of coming from that place, or just because you're just fucking in, in love with whatever it is that you're doing? I think I've always been in a balance, some sort of weird balance of it. So I've never known the life of just being 100% balanced and happy for everything. Because I still, I'm still like, fuck that. Yeah. Like that person did that and had that good thing happen to them because mm-hmm. of that. And sure. that's what they're fucking doing. Fuck off with that shit. <laughs> and I know it's petty. <laughs> I know it's petty. I know it is. So I've never been able to kill that beast in me. But also that beast that says, that's what you want to do? All right, well, guess what? I'm I'm fucking, it's going to drive me to stay here till 8 o'clock tonight. Then. Sure. Yeah. Content. Oh, like, I, yeah. So a little part of me, I'm not sure if I need that. Or... It's a motivator, but not necessarily if, well, I, I don't know. Now, like, when I'm like, in love with the it's jam. It's ignition, but not the fuel. Like, uh. Or do you think it's the uh, fuel, too? I think the fuel may oh, I, always be I there. Occasionally hear a, I just like how I occasionally hear a jaw heart. <laughs> it's, it's, it's haunting my fucking dreams. It's haunting me even when I go home. I'm like, what was that? Yep, thank you. Appreciate that. You guys are friends. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> really surreal experience. It, it is. I'm not watching, so I'm just like listen. I'm really engaged with like whatever story's going on. Like, yeah. like soundtrack of the occasional jar. <laughs> I'm glad that you're loving it because I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm loving it too. It's inspirational. Did yeah. it? Peanut butter falcon. Did they oh, play peanut butter falcon's falcon? great. Did they play one? Pe- I need to oh, watch yeah. it still. It's one of the greatest movies Dude, of all time. Great. You gotta watch it. You gotta oh. watch it. Well, now I, I've been waiting for someone to tell me what they thought about it, Makate. So I, I'll, I'll check it out. <laughs> it's so inspiring. Cool, man. Yeah. I think the fuel and the ignition is small moments of inspiration are ignition. Fuel is always there. It's my fuel. Fuel's of, like the remix to ignition. Fuel is. <laughs> 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 I'm fresh out to get you. Yeah, yeah I got you. You're too quick, man. Uh, too quick. Yeah, Steve, you have no shortage of fuel. Everyone knows that. Um, I need more. You need more need more juice? Because right. honestly, the Jew harp is like when you get punched in Mortal Kombat and your meter for fuel goes down every time. Makate, I, uh, uh, I'm starting a... Uh, Ozark Mountain Daredevil's tribute band, uh, and I am—I got the jaw harp under control. So, yeah. uh, Steve's got the mouth harp. Steve's got the. Steve's got the oh, Steve's got the mouth harp. Got over there. Nothing. What key? <laughs> I could see you in an old jail cell with your harmonica just serenading the guards. <laughs> what is he just What's sitting on him? instruments? He's him? just sitting on instruments. It's a, it's a C. It's a 
Guys, just uh, that's what we do. That's what we, we do. We jam. We jam. You guys inspire me. When we talk about inspiration, that's inspiration. I want you to know that you put the music in me. Music, music is one of the most inspiring things. Hello, darling. Isn't it? Yes. What's I, and I think that's part of why people have been singing all along. You know, from the early days, they keep each other inspired about life. Oh, drums can inspire people to go murder someone else. Mm, war drums. That's how inspirational music is. War drums. Consider that. It's so important. It was so important. Uh, the inspiration to go to battle was so important that guys carried fucking drums to keep cadence while arrows are flying. Aaron bullets yeah. and bullets. I mean, it's not, <laughs> we were still doing this a couple hundred years ago. I didn't ago. realize it was about like where the troops go moving to, moving yeah. people yeah flanks and things that are far away that. yeah that's insane pretty awesome that's insane. i think back i think back in the old days it was like a pump up you know you get the fucking big tribal drum going no doubt oh you think bud no doubt think? What, what's gonna pump you up piccolo little penny whistle irish penny whistle i mean nothing makes me want to go to battle more than a penny whistle no doubt I would like a nice uh, keytar. Or a jaw harp. I'm a jaw harp guy. It, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, you want to go to battle? <laughs> Dude, can you, you know, imagine if there were a thousand for, of those for 24 hours before battle those going in the in the in the line? Uh, the other army would probably need to wear diapers. Do too. that. Do that into the micro into a loudspeaker for 24 hours straight. And rally your troops up. Don't let do them it. sleep. Oh, they'll kill somebody. As soon as, <laughs> soon as they wake up, they're like, I'm killing everything. No, they don't sleep. That's what we could do when we go to that person's house that wrote the bad review. Yep. Good callback. Good fucking callback. You know what? You're right. Great callback. Oh, that's how you do it. That buddy. is how you Can do, you do it, that. Oh, wow. That's, oh, that's awesome! Come on, bud. <laughs> Craig is going so hard right now with that thing. He's trying to mimic that. He's going so Dude, hard. I got this the other day, and I my my dent my dentist would shit oh, his pants. Oh, Woody! He needs a Guys, you can check. Guys, you can check out this podcast. It'll be up on DadBath.com after we're done here. Oh, Gemini <laughs> Jen, it sounds like she figured out the uh, putting it in her back pocket. She says, "Tune in while you're at work. Listen in your back pocket." She says, "I'm not oh. getting anything done here. I, how do you not get anything done when you're being serenaded by a couple of jaw harps and a harmonica?" Yeah, come on. That's people are still. Inspiring. People are. Still people here. are still here. Let's no. wrap this thing up. I got no, they're not. Through. How is anyone still here? I don't understand. <laughs> What's a kindred souls? Anyone that can hang hang around for this this right. thing. Here's what, here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. We have fun. 
So if you uh, like, we end the you're show. You're probably gonna hang out with us. We end the show yeah. every day uh, with the song, and uh, today we're gonna do it a cappella because we have you. And we started to do it earlier, but we're not going to do it with any uh, backing track. What we are going to do is we're gonna do this a cappella. So. Yeah. You wanna you wanna take Ryan Toby's uh you wanna you wanna take Ryan Toby's place or <clears throat> Ooh, maybe I'm I'll do the callback. Okay. You want you know that note, Steve? No, you just sing whatever high note. You just sing it's the a, highest note you can get. You want me it's to do an this? E, it's you an guys, E major, right? It's an E me? major, That's right? Fine. Let's do this thing. I mean, I I could also, but I Did think you you're I think you're in you better shape to do it. Okay. Okay, here we go. And a one. And a two. And three. And four. Hey, guys. Yeah? On the count of three, we count to four. Okay. Ready? Yes. One, two. You're gonna butcher it. Leave, give him at least. You butchered it, pal. No, I wasn't. It was the relay on the phone, and you don't think like we guys, need to sing the part together live here, and so guys, he can do w- his w- thing. W W W. Dad, bad. What would Whoopi do? Dot, dot D. Dot, dot, what would Whoopi do? Dot Dad bad. Dot Dot Dad bad. Oh, that's not bad. Backslash, uh, oh happy day. You want to sing that song we always make? What's yeah? What song? What song are you talking about? The song about inspiration and friendship. Oh, what's the one about inspiration and friendship? I I know. It's alright. That's cool. Oh, this is it. Please touch that thing. It's a song about inspiration and friendship. It's a song 
about friendship and inspiration. Cool guys. Okay, I like that. Just three cool guys talking about come. No. Friendship. Friendship. Friendship? Yeah. Okay. All right. I know these lyrics. Friendship. An inspiration. An inspiration. You're jumping the gun. Your butt. How many? Well, what's your time signature here, pal? Friendship. Inspiration. Okay. I like it. It's been the same thing. It's been the whole time. Friendship. Inspiration. Thank you. Friendship. Friendship. And inspiration. Inspiration. And friendship. Now you're getting it, <laughs> Thank you. Makate, take it yeah, out. We need you with the jaw heart, Makate. Uh, if I'm with jaw heart. <laughs> Friendship. Inspiration. Friendship. <laughs> That's a weird and chord friends. change. Diapers. <laughs> Let's wrap this thing up. Guys. Oh, it's not done yet. Friendship. Okay. Inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> the show's actually going till the show's going till nine. I'll do it until uh, yeah, I yeah, I I left here at one fifteen. Hold on, I got something I'm, in my I'm guitar. As soon as today. I get this out, we're gonna finish this. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Please tune into the live feed so that you can see Steve take a guitar off the head. <laughs> Yeah. That was I'm clipping that. That's my favorite thing that has ever happened while playing yeah. live music on this show. Yeah. Uh, that I was just, all recording. I think, I, broke my guitar. I think now's as good of a time. I think I broke my guitar. I think you know, now it's I just fucking gashed it into my fucking head. Dude, you almost Marty Janetted yourself. Am I bleeding? Hey, was that his name? Was Marty was, was, was he was he the wrestler that used to bash bash people over? No, not Marty Janetti. Oh, who was the wrestler that used to break guitars over? Jeff Jarrett. Je, je, what I was? Saw Jim Dugan. Hey God, which wrestler? Oh my God. Broke guitars over people. I'm sure everybody's just dumping their trash in. Jeff Jarrett. That's who it was. Anyway, Makate, thank you for joining us. You inspire me, pal. I don't, I don't me, know pal. what happened. Did my arm get caught, man? Well, you went to catch your microphone, but you, like, forgot you were holding a guitar. What and so when you went to catch the microphone, you smashed the guitar into your own face. Oh, my God. Double J, Jeff Jarrett, baby. You just... just I mean, I have you got a pretty good, you got, hey, just let you know, you got a pretty good knot on your head. <laughs> you you have a knot you right above your head. that again, you little cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> you got a good one on you, bud. Buddy, I, it's, it's like someone. Your eyes swelling shut. Oh, my head. I'm going to get a close-up of Steve. This is my favorite moment uh, to ever take place on this show. Turn your head a little bit towards the TV so we can. Not so much here. Right here, but right here, right there. Nope, ship shape. I feel good. I'm a little nauseated, and the lights are getting to me. You two got a. Oh my god, look at that knot. Dude, he's got he's got a big old knot on his head. (laughs) It's pretty good. Dude, I think one of the knobs. I think one. Well, we're gonna go back to the footage. We're (laughs) that's not okay. We're gonna break this down like the the brooder film. (laughs) 
I just don't know what happened. <laughs> Dude, that, I need a Zabruder film breakdown. Because I don't know what happened because I went to catch this. And then I guess my arm was, or maybe oh, still around the strap. No, you what you, you, you domed yourself with the what body part of the guitar. Me? I think either the knob. I don't or the know what partner, happened, but it was arguably Monte May Fourth will be uh, three three years of Hoosier Sophisticate, four years of Hoosier Sophisticate, uh, and um, I got to tell you, that's one Can of my we get favorite the moments. Off my stupid face no, I no, I would like you to keep looking that way, okay. so I can. Okay, this is a good show. This is a good show. May Fourth, May Fourth is three year anniversary. It is Star Wars Day is a three year, a four year anniversary of Hoosier Sophisticate, and in all Evil those, Steve all is not years, happy about this. Uh, this may be one of my favorite physical comedy moments of the show. Thanks, bud. Thanks, bud. It wasn't. Did I rewind? Oh, but we'll, I'll tell you, you what, watch one better. we're going to clip it, we're going to put it in slow yeah, we'll, yeah, we're well. going to get a couple of different angles, <laughs> see who the shooter was on the grassy knoll, we're going to get a, we're going to get a nice is running. Let's, uh, let's, uh, do the whole, uh, Bacate, do you, you got do you one last thing? you know how we end the show, Bacate? You got one last do you have thing? something else you can say to our fans who love you, by the way? We get great feedback on the, on the, uh, the Bacate talk. Yeah, it's from our moms. Oh. Thanks, guys. Yeah, our moms take... They have taken a considerable interest in you, which is your mom. Both of our moms. Yep. It's a you met weird. my mom at mom prom, and you oh, danced yeah, with her. Who didn't? <laughs> Me and Steve had a mixed jagger off. We had a jag off. We had a jag off. <laughs> we did. We had a total jag off. Jason's just always. Oh man, he always brings treats. He's for just us. always bringing treats. The mad scientist is in the building. Uh, Makate, we love you, buddy. Thank you so much. Do you want to help us end this thing? Yeah, how so? Well, well, we'd always like to do one thing. When we do you remember? Um, do you remember what Master Splinter said uh, <laughs> at the end of Secret of the Ooze. of Secret of the yeah, Ooze? So, yeah. uh, when they're all figuring Ninja. it out, and <laughs> he looks at everybody and he says one word, one word that I think would be contributed. Mostly Ninja. to Mikey, if I had to, if no I had doubt. To, Mikey was, was the guy, guy that said this most party? of the time. Was it party? It wasn't party. We started late today. Uh, oh, yeah. Craig was late. Uh, no, I was here. I was here. I was here. I just couldn't get any sound. I had to restart the computer. Oh, no, it wasn't, it, it wasn't the, it wasn't the it rack. It was Steve's computer. He's so. trying to throw it on you. No, Think about it. Now he's throwing <laughs> it on my computer. Master Splinter, he looked at everybody, Makate. Makes it funny. And he says, Cowabunga. You want to try it again? No. Okay, here we go. And and Master Splinter, he looks all of his little turtle boys in the face and he says, Cowabunga. It's Cowabunga, guys. Cowabunga. It's That's Cowabunga. what it's Cowabunga. Cowabunga. Okay, it's freaking Cowabunga. Magate, we love you, buddy. I'm sorry I love blasted my head open while I was on the phone with you. I apologize for that. I can't wait to see the reruns. Okay, see you, buddy.